0: Welcome, everybody, to episode 153 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan.
1: I'm Eric. Will. I'm Corey.
0: We also have a guest joining us. Jared, welcome.
1: Hey, glad to be here.
0: Uh, our topic for today is Tamagotchi Life, which is part of the reason why Jared is is on the episode. He's he, You've got it too, right, Jared, I'm assuming? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, Tamodachi Life, uh, obviously a new release for the, for the 3DS, uh, which we'll be talking about during the main segment. Does anyone have anything they want to tease first? Yeah, anything I played the
2: uh, Battlefield Hardline beta. Oh, okay. And I think that was it
0: for new stuff. Mm-hmm. Will, did you play anything?
3: Uh, I played a little Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare for the computer, not a whole lot, though.
0: Okay, excellent. Uh, I I bought Shovel Knight for the 3DS. It's the Wii U 3DS uh, Steam release. I got it for the 3DS, so I'll be talking about that a little bit later. Corey, what do you got?
1: Uh, I've got I played a little Risk of Rain. Uh, I played a ton of games this past week. Yeah, um, me too. Yeah, so a, a, a lot of a little bit. So a little bit of Risk of Rain, a little bit of Wildstar, uh, a little bit of Poker Night at the Inventory 1 and 2, and a little bit, uh, Dan, I know you already talked about it, but a little bit of Euro Truck Simulator too. Yeah. And uh, a little bit of Amalur, which I haven't played in a long time. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, a little bit of a lot of things. Corey. <laughs> Sounds good. Yo. We
2: should also talk about Risk Legacy a little
1: bit. Yeah. Too. Jared's Orgy. here for that, too. Oh, nice. Yeah,
4: I'd love to uh, get into
1: that, too.
0: Excellent. Okay, well, let's get started. Corey, I'm going to let you take it away, since you probably played close to the most. You, you, Eric, and Jared uh, played quite a bit. I don't
1: know. I think Eric might have had the most, to be honest with you. Nice. Probably. Um, <laughs> just judging from what, you know, the things he told me were, were going on and stuff. Right. But, so, Tamodachi Life is a 3DS game, and it's sort of, I don't know what Tamodachi means. I don't know what the Japanese translate the American uh, American English translation is for Tamadachi. Um but it does sort of play off of the old school Tamagotchis that you had on your keychain. Tamagotchi, Tamagotchi, yeah, sort of the same thing. I don't know, you know, the root of the word. I don't know if there's what, what that means, um, but it's essentially a life simulator. And you make a bunch of me's, you put them into this world, and you sort of guide them a little bit by helping them with them with their problems, giving them certain clothing, giving them certain food, uh, certain gifts. But pretty much, they kind of depending on how you create them there's also like a personality matrix that goes into it they sort of live their own lives with just a little bit of guidance from you and the most fun part of it is just watching that happen and seeing how it plays out and stuff especially if you put like you like all of us i assume did uh put ourselves and a bunch of our friends in uh into this world and just let them let them interact it's it's pretty entertaining and i don't really know the best way to talk about this game overall um but i would imagine one of the most fun things to to do is just talk about some of the things that happened yeah. to yeah. our me's in in their worlds and stuff. Yeah, well, uh, I, so mean, I don't know.
0: Well, start by explaining like what like what you do when when you boot up the game. Like, what's what's your first? You make your first me. You
1: do. uh, I don't know if it tells you to make yourself. I don't know if that's what it says, but it tells you to make a me, uh, and you can use the one you have on your 3ds through Me Maker. You can use that character, but then you add a little bit more. You you put in their birthday. Um, You put in their personality characteristics.
4: What you do is, like, you pick the, like, you know, on a scale, like, how um, witty is this person versus how uh, dry are they? And you kind of pick it out from there, and it kind of makes it for you. Yeah. It
2: it does prompt you to make yourself, because the islanders all call you the lookalike. Right. Right. Oh, Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: Corey's
1: look alike. Exactly.
0: That's actually one of the few parts of the game because me and Will uh, Eric sent us download codes for like a demo uh, so me and Will did play it briefly and that was one of the one, you know I played for like an hour maybe uh, just to get a sense of what the game was like but I was telling Eric during the you know before we started that I, I made my character and you you kind of enter your, your, your traits or whatever and then it gives you like a not a psychological readout but kind of an overview of your personality and I was amazed at how accurate it was uh because i was making my guy you know how accurate the description of my personality was it was it was pretty crazy
2: on the flip side i didn't think mine was that accurate okay but i didn't care
0: did you did you re- like did you think you really realistically portrayed your yeah. your, your okay oh, yeah because yeah, mine was it was it was spot on it was kind of kind of freaky
2: i'll tell you what though my girlfriend's was super accurate was it for hers okay. yeah okay And I think uh, your character, Dan, because we have different characters, because Corey made some of our characters that we have in our worlds, Mm -hmm. I made some of them, Jared made some of them, but uh, your character that Corey made was really good too, Okay. both in looks and personality. Nice. (laughs) Biff. Yeah, Biff is his nickname.
0: Biff? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Keep going, Corey.
1: Um, So yeah, you make your little dude, and then you put him in the world, and I don't even remember the first part of it. Do any of you guys remember specifically what happens in the first few steps? it's
4: like you start off and it's just the apartment building where your me lives. And then, you know, slowly as you accomplish things, more buildings open up and kind of, uh, it grows out of there and it's like, Oh, you know, maybe you should get a friend. And then you make a friend who, you know, you could either import one from your me maker, or you could just, you know, make one from scratch or do like the photo from your three DS.
1: Um, and QR had, codes too is another way to get me's in there. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I didn't realize how easy that was. I don't know. Have you guys messed around with that at all? No. No, I haven't. It's just like I just looked up on my phone uh me character QR codes. I put in celebrities and it gave me celebrity lookalikes in the QR code and all you have to do is hold the, the camera on the three DS over the QR code on your phone and it just like that, poofs, they're in your world. It's really cool. <laughs> nice. I put Pooh Bear. <laughs> Did you? And uh, Morrigan from uh, Dragon Age. Oh, my girlfriend. Nice. Yeah, I figured you'd like that, Dan. I gave her the Dracula outfit. Nice.
0: Fitting. Yeah, that's fantastic. (laughs)
1: Um, But, yeah, I think the first thing it wants you to do is, like, feed your me. And they have a listing of their favorite foods and least favorite foods. Uh, And it'll change. You know, they'll like something at first and they'll put it in their favorites. But that might get bumped out by stuff they like even more. It doesn't Uh, start
2: by telling you what they like. You have to find out by feeding them different things. Okay.
1: Yeah, and then, um, you know, you like Jared was saying, you build your relationships out from there, and as, as that happens and you insert more Mies into your world and help them solve their problems, uh, the, the game expands and gives you more unique and, and fun things for you and your your Mies to interact with. Like, there's an amusement park, uh, there's a coffee shop, there's a music venue, um, all sorts of interesting, fun things, Um and yeah, you just you just watch them exist and sort of interact with, as you feel necessary. I don't know what would happen if you just left it alone for weeks. Would would they like be really sad and die or
0: I don't know? Well, they That's probably won't. Kind of they
1: probably don't die.
0: Yeah, maybe, maybe it, like fr- it freezes Nintendo. after a few a few days or something. <laughs> right. I, it's, it's, I, I, it's real time, ex- right?
1: Yeah, the, the world. Yeah, it's real time.
0: Yeah. Go ahead, Jared.
4: I, uh, I exper- uh, experimented with that a little bit. Uh, Corey and I's friend, Matt, um, became a little depressed in uh, because he liked a girl and it wasn't reciprocated, so he became depressed and had a little cloud over his head. And, you know, he was just sad. And what you usually do to fix that is give them food or, you know, presents or whatever. And I just thought, what to do is like I wanted to see what happened if I just left him alone. Uh-huh. And I did. And he was sad for a long time, like probably like the whole day into the next day, but then he was just kind of fine. Okay. Um So I I think they just kind of fix themselves like people do.
0: Yeah, Yeah, get over it for the most yeah, part. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That makes sense. But
4: but he didn't gain any levels so I didn't like by making your mees happy, you gain they gain levels. And then you get more, like, money to spend on things. So he wasn't gaining anything when he was depressed. So it, it pays to, like, make everybody happy. Again,
1: like real life. Okay. Yeah, the, the money is an incentive to, to take care of your Miis and help them solve their problems and not treat them like shit. Because uh, money yeah. is, you know, the full currency of the game. You use that to buy everything. And uh, your Miis do pay tribute once a day. Gives you again another incentive to check in every day, uh, because they the, your mees all parade at the fountain and put money in the big piggy bank for you, which can be quite a bit of quite a bit of money, and it is a good reason to turn it on every day and and check on everything.
3: Nice. Okay, so
0: you want to get into some of the weird stuff that's happened? Sure. To you guys?
1: Yeah. Uh, actually,
2: the reason that Jared and I bought this game is because Corey ordered it, uh-huh. and he gave us his demo codes. Okay. So the three of us kind of sat around while I was down there visiting, and we're playing Tamodachi Life together, and, like, we were just cracking up at the stupid shit that was going on, uh-huh. and, like, the way the characters were acting, and the relationships, so Jared and I went out, and we went to, how many stores did we go to, Jared, before we could find the damn thing?
4: Uh, well, we, I drove us down to one store, and we waited in line while everyone spoke Spanish, <laughs> and we didn't get anywhere. <laughs> Because they were sold out after a while of waiting. And yeah. then we drove to another store, and you went in while I stayed double-parked on the street. Yeah. And they were out. And then after that, you and Corey went to Nintendo World, and I rode to some other place. Yeah. And we we both convened back at the house to sit down and play and not talk to each other in real life. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> exactly, yeah. So Corey and I actually went into Manhattan so that I could get it at Nintendo World. But yeah, anyway... Um. Some of the cool stuff that... Actually, the first thing that happened to me in in my separate game when I bought it was uh, the first news story that broke because there's a news channel and like when you unlock new parts of the game, it'll pop up and tell you that things have happened. But there's also like the nightly news that happens. The first news story that I got, I think... I can't remember who was doing it, but they changed the newscaster. It's just stuff like that. Little things like all of a sudden there's Dan on screen as the newscaster. Well whoever was doing it, the story was about the rest the championship wrestling tournament uh, that happened on Ounchy. Island is the name of my island. Um, but it was a wrestling tournament, it was a championship, and it was me and Dan fighting against each other, and I think it was Jared's girlfriend Kat in the match also. And it was like a it must have been a three way match, but like it was talking about how somebody got drop kicked and something else <laughs> happened, and then I I ended it by hitting Dan with the Eric punch. <laughs> and I won the Uchi Island Wrestling Championship, and I was just getting such a good laugh out of Nice. At that. That's
5: funny.
2: That was probably my favorite thing that's happened to me so far. Okay. But other than that, like, even if you just open up the apartments and click on somebody's apartment, you could just open it up, and it'll be, like, Will and Corey running around the room like airplanes and just doing stupid shit. Uh Or somebody might just be like rolling around on the floor and you just start laughing. Uh Because you just picture Dan rolling (laughs) around on the floor acting a fool. Uh (laughs) (laughs) And, uh... Yeah. Corey?
1: Uh, I have a pretty good one. Uh, Jared was talking about being depressed because uh, a lady turned you down, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't tell Jared this yet. I don't think I, I think I only told my girlfriend Sophie. But uh oh, uh oh, yeah, <laughs> both Jared and uh, my girlfriend exist in my world, and uh, in, in my world, my girlfriend's my quote unquote sweetheart. It's what they call you know if you're having a relationship with somebody and not married to them. And uh, me and my girlfriend were sweethearts, and Jared asked me uh hey Corey, I would like to tell Sophie I have feelings for her. <laughs> should I should I do it? And I said, no way. And he got really, really depressed. And like you said, he had a cloud over his head and the, the rain was coming down and, and Jared was real sad. Um but I gave him uh I changed his hair color to pink and it made him happy again. <laughs>
2: Actually nice. that that just reminded me, Cory, I had another good one happen to me where um I think it was Jared wanted to profess his love to his fake sister, Mackenzie, that Corey created. And Jared wanted to profess his love to his fake sister, so I was like, yeah, why not? So <laughs> they met up at the park, and I think I made Jared bring her a plate of sushi. And all of a sudden, the camera like pans, and Corey's at the park. And then the camera pans again, and Will's at the park. And the three of them are professing their love to Jared's fake sister. (laughs) So they're like, all right. Her nickname's uh, Gina. 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 However we were pronouncing it. Gina. Um, (laughs) So they're like, all right, Gina, you have to pick between the three of us. So she picked Corey, and Jared was (laughs) devastated. (laughs) The only way that I could fix him was to put him in a robot suit and change his interior design To a secret treehouse hideaway, Uh I think is how I finally got him to be happy. Nice. Will Will couldn't have given a shit. He had so many bitches lined up. (laughs) Jared was pissed, but Corey came away with Jared's sister Gina, as I would hope it would have happened in real life if that were the case. Right. right. But uh, yeah, that that was really funny thing that happened. Another thing that I really like about this set, I think maybe I'm doing differently. It did work out for me that my actual girlfriend and I ended up together, but. I like letting the rest of the island kind of play out how it plays out, not yeah. how it is in real life. So, Dan, you are actually with Jared's girlfriend, Kat. Uh-huh. The two of you ended up together. And I'm trying to think. I, there's another couple Sounds like on a it. match made in heaven. Yeah. yeah. It
4: really kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> I a... mean, Dan, I'll beat you. But... <laughs> I'm just saying.
2: There's another... Uh, another interesting one that's going on right now. It, I think that uh, who is with Corey's real life girlfriend Sophie for a while. There, it kind of felt like Yorall's dad was moving in on Sophie, uh-huh. which <laughs> was an interesting turn of events, to say the least. But she's with somebody, and I can't remember off the top of my head who it is. But it's it's not Corey. Uh-huh. You know, every, the, everybody's mixed up, and I always get a, a kick out of stuff like yeah. that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Shit, Dan's dating Jared's girlfriend. That's hilarious. And I'll I'll click on your apartment, and the two of you in there rolling around on the floor like. Or, why, why not? You or know? playing the Wii U because oh yeah, that, that's in there. Yeah, but just uh, stuff like that.
4: I I kind of did it in a different way, whereas like um when I was playing it um my girlfriend in real life was over my shoulder because you know it's it's something that she the game she and she enjoyed the game as well. So like anytime I would be like, "Ooh, I have feelings for so and so that wasn't her." She'd be like, "Oh, you click no." And I'd be like, oh, "Okay." So at one point, she was liking someone that wasn't me, and I was liking someone that wasn't her. So we were I was just like clicking no on all these like uh relationships. And at one point there were so many depressed people on my island <laughs> just because of trying to keep things in the bounds of real life. Uh-huh. And um Eventually, I gave up on that, and Corey's girlfriend is married to someone who's in my band with me right now. So, uh-huh.
2: Oh, they got married? Yes. Yeah, Corey actually ended up marrying Jared's sister in my game. But when they get married, they move out of the apartments into a separate area of housing. But they still keep their apartments, which is kind of weird. Right. But yeah. Just in the, case. That's the only couple that's married so far. I actually had another good story that happened My girlfriend in real life and I are together. Like I said in the game, she decided she wanted to propose to me because apparently I was dragging my feet. Uh So I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" So I said, "All right, let's go to the fireworks show." So you have to do it. It comes up and it says, "All right, tap the touch screen when the person is thinking about the other person." I didn't quite understand what the hell was going on because all of a sudden the button would light up. So I was like, "Oh, I better hit it now." Well, I did it wrong. So like every time she would go to talk, fireworks would burst. And my character would say, huh, what'd you say? And then after three times of failing to propose to me, she just got sad. And now we're just living. And I, my guy just won't pop the question. Friend-zoned. <laughs> well, no, no, they're still dating. Okay. He's not friend-zoned. Uh, I feel like maybe she's cut him off uh, or something's going on like that. Because he's just not popping worse. it. Huh, that was another funny thing. That's to cool. So the women do propose to the men. Huh,
0: that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Dan, well, you've
1: been playing it, right?
0: I played it for like an hour. I didn't oh, get okay. in to get to any of the cool stuff. You're very limited in what you can do in the in the trial version. Um, and no, I, was I like the demo. Yeah, that's what I mean. Demo. Gotcha. Um, you know, I probably played like an hour, like you said, just to get a, a feel for what the game was like, because I really yeah. had no idea.
4: Um, but, like, it's not only, like, relationship stuff that's really funny. Like, it's, like Eric was saying, you'll just, like, peek into someone's house and it'll be funny, but, like, you can go, like, you know, you'll go to the, like, there'll be a little icon above the beach, uh, zone, and it'll say that someone's there and you'll click on it, and it'll just be Eric running down the side of the beach with a biscuit in his hand, you know? (laughs) It's just, like, the game kind of... It kind of feels like a Mad Lib, you yeah, know, where they just, like, it. insert random items with random people and it all just kind of, like, goes haywire. And sometimes it, like, syncs up and it's really funny because it's, like, someone you know and it's, like, oh, yeah, Corey really does, like, have a Wii U and he's playing with it at the park, uh-huh, you know? Right. Like, that's funny. But, was- like, sometimes it's, like, oh, Eric has a... I don't know, like a yoga mat, and he's carrying it around in the amusement park. Like, you know, it's it, that's funny in its own way, but it's you know, so when it syncs up and it's like, it seems like real life is when it's really entertaining.
2: Corey mm-hmm. had a picture of me. He found me on the beach kicking a soccer ball around, and it was funny.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, because it was realistic.
2: Corey, didn't you have a good one about your pops with a fishing pole?
1: I did. Yeah, so I like to give my memes uh, items that reflect their true personality. Same here. Um, and the, yeah, like Eric said, the first item I gave him was a soccer ball. And right away, he, right after I gave it to him, he left his house and I found him on the beach, just kicking around the the soccer ball by himself. And I was like, that's perfect. Uh, but I gave my, my old man a fishing pole, uh, one of his first gifts and same thing. He disappeared right away. And I'm like, well, that's strange. Uh, and I come to find out, I found him out on the water in the boat with his fishing pole and my girlfriend,
0: (laughs) just chilling. (laughs) That's the, uh,
4: Best date a woman could ask for is going <laughs> fishing. fishing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you could also I mean you can also play little mini games with the Mies. They'll ask you, uh, you know oh, we should mention that. What's a lot more immersive about it and even though it's a little bit strange is the robotic voices that they all get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah.
2: yeah. You give them a voice.
1: So they're always talking to you. They're actually saying, you know, saying things and saying the names of the people, and it sounds really funny. Uh, I made this one woman called Tina Hogsworth, and she's <laughs> a, a, you know, not a very uh, hot item in on my island. Less than desirable. Uh, yeah, less than desirable. And she talks like really slow and like really deep, and it's just really fun. It's the Siri kind of voice, um, but you know, it's 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 good enough that it's just that much more immersive. Um, but what I was saying is, yeah, they can play. You can play little mini games with your Miis. They'll ask you to play like, what do they make you do? Oh, they make you rub their nose if they need to sneeze. Uh, which or you can like do a, like the...
4: a, like a match kind of game, or you know, like yeah. uh, like pick a card, and if it matches your card, you know, you win some prize or money the, or something.
2: The one I like the best is when it does triv- trivia about the Islanders. Oh yeah, that's my favorite one because kind of like. If you've paid attention to what level your characters are at or, you know, who's dating who or, you know, stuff like that, I think that's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, and and, and it's – there's also uh, the – did you guys do the catch thing where they drop something and you have to catch it? Can't oh, fucking I still catch haven't it. I have got it. Can't do it's it. It's hard. I got it once, but most of the time I don't get it. It's, it's pretty difficult. And then uh, at the amusement park every day you can do the Tamadachi quest, which is like an old-school <laughs> RPG that takes four of your Miis and lines them up and goes through a little dungeon. That's a lot of fun.
2: And the boss, actually, any, any enemy that you fight during the quest is like an object, like a bottle of perfume. Uh-huh. So whatever the boss is, so for me, I, the first boss I fought was a bottle of perfume, And if you end up beating the boss, you get a bottle of perfume. Nice. So it's always a stupid object like that. (laughs) And, like, you'll have one person who's clearly supposed to be a mage. Your guy's supposed to do special attacks. Uh, One of the guys is a healer and the other guy is, like, just like a damage dealer, kind of. It's pretty interesting. You can do that once per
1: day. There's two separate times each day that it's available. Nice. Have you guys gotten any visitors to your islands?
2: No, I don't know how the hell to do that.
1: Me neither. I have, you know, I have street pass on and everything, and I get uh, import items from other islands, but Mm -hmm. never never any visitors.
2: And I don't know how to send visitors either, because it says that you can send visitors. Yeah. I just kind of assumed, like, with the three of us being in a house for a week together, that that would have happened at some point, but I don't know.
1: It just didn't happen. Interesting. Maybe there's something you need to unlock to send them or something? Maybe.
2: But I'll tell you what. I really look forward to getting on in the morning and seeing what like new foods are available to see who I can get a new favorite food and stuff like that. It's just so, it's a weird thing to get excited about, but I do get excited to see what new foods are available, what new hats, clothes, drinks, because I only had two drinks for a while and I finally got a new drink and I was like, yes, a third drink to offer my <laughs> Islanders. Nice. Does it yeah.
1: unlock them in order? What's that? it no, like the same for everybody? Sorry, go ahead.
4: Because, like, t- like, the first day that when Eric and I got the game, we had different stuff right out of the box that yeah. we uh, opened. And the next day, I came out in the morning, walked the dog, and Eric was asleep on the couch. When I came back in, Eric was still on the couch but playing Tamadachi Life. And I immediately fed the dog, went inside, grabbed my DS, and sat down next to him. And we both had totally different things. Like... I was giving all my uh mis, like risotto, and he was giving them corn dogs or something like right, that yeah. you know like and we just like you know you can trade items and other things with other people, but you know you don't necessarily get the same things at the same times.
2: that's another cool thing, like he was saying that if if there's something that you want, if I wanted some of Jared's risotto, we link up over a local connection. He can trade me risotto. I give him a plate of French fries, and now we've got new stuff. Uh-huh. Um, just to go quickly back to sending visitors, uh, one of the people in the chat room said that after the babies are grown up, you can send them or keep them.
0: Okay.
1: Oh, that sounds immoral. So <laughs> sounds like sounds like an
4: ideal world. <laughs> no offense, Dan. No, that's fine.
2: So that's something to look
3: forward to. <laughs> nice. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, the import items. Everybody chooses an import item, and that's unique to you. Uh, and when you street pass with people, they get your import item, which is cool. Um, I don't know. Is there anything? Oh, what, another fun thing is the, the music venue. You can uh, write songs and have your mees perform them. Um, that's pretty fun. You can set up bands and have the bands play together. And, and the funniest thing about that is, like you were saying, with, like, the robot voice, because it sings
4: it in their robot voice in the lyrics you wrote. So, like... You know, you could write a bunch of gibberish and they'll sing it, but it'll sound like gibberish. But, like, if you take the time and, like, write some silly lyrics out or, you know, however you feel about it. Which it did. It, it, it really makes it funny because it's like, meh, da, da, meh, meh, meh. Like, it sounds like that, but, you know, there it's it, it's all subtitled. So if it is a little confusing, it's, you know, you can read it and it's just funny to, to watch it happen.
2: I put Jared and his girlfriend in a heavy metal band called Radcat. And wrote a song called Cliff's Revenge. Cliff is their dog. Uh-huh. So I wrote a heavy metal song called Cliff's Revenge. It's pretty great. Nice. I, I think, personally. <laughs>
4: no, I agree. I agree. I saw it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty fun, too. That I forgot all about the song. So, like, when people level up, when your Mii's level up, you have the option to give them a new interior, a gift, um, which is where you would give them, like, a Wii U or a 3DS or golf club, whatever. Um, a type of song that they're able to sing, and there's one other thing. I can't remember what it is.
1: Catchphrase. A
2: catchphrase. Oh, that was one of the funnier things. I can't believe we forgot about that. Yeah. So, Corey, <laughs> Corey and Jared have this thing that apparently only happens when I'm around. I didn't know this, but they, they talked about it a couple times. Apparently, when I'm around the two of them, they bicker like a couple of women back and forth. Uh-huh. Um. So, <laughs> so Corey... Says to Jared after Jared told him that he was doing it again. He's like, "Jared, I'm not engaging with with Jared." Uh So his catchphrase then become, "I'm not, I'm not engaging." (laughs) So every time you go into Corey's room, he says, "I'm not engaging." Uh So I start laughing, obviously. Nice. But the the mes imitate each other too. So like, I'll go into say it's your dad's apartment. He does an imitation. He goes, "You want to see my imitation of Corey?" And he goes. I'm not engaging. <laughs> it's great. That's funny. Yeah, stuff so stuff like that happens and it's really good.
1: okay. And also part of that too is uh, the you can choose phrases based on their mood, like if they're angry or worried or happy. Uh, they'll ask you at a certain point. So at one point, Dan, your character asked me, uh, what should I say when I'm angry? <laughs> so I had your guy just say no worries and have no reaction because you can choose the <laughs> the emote that they make too.
0: That's probably what I would do too.
1: <laughs> and that
4: that's what makes it all the more funny is like making the people in the game is similar to the, you know, your friends in real life. So when they all are all interacting, it's even, you know, you're like, "Oh, that's exactly what they would do." And it's just funny
0: to see it. Yeah, you know, for some reason out. that
2: really is hilarious. To see nice. them do act just like they would in
5: real life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like the game has everybody figured out.
2: Yeah, it's just like a little exaggerated almost. And okay. That makes it just funny enough. Well,
0: yeah, it's, it's it, it, I mean, that's part of the, the, the charm of it. Because you yeah. wouldn't want it to be exactly like it, but it's right. a, enough like it that, yeah. And it, it's also, it
4: like, the person who's playing it, it's their idea of what the other person is. Because, mm-hmm. right. like, like, eventually, like, Corey's guy is going to be different in Corey's game. And then in my game he's going to be a little different the way I see him, you know? Yeah, yep. Like, he's going to be much more uh, of a jerk, and, uh...
2: (laughs) He'll be very engaging with Jared on... Yeah, he'll
4: always be trying to get into it, and I... (laughs) uh, Just drive me me up a wall. Jared,
2: did you tell everyone what your island is named?
4: Oh, yeah, you get to name your island, and it's no matter... Like, it does have a thing where you, uh... Like you can't put in swear words or like caca, pee pee, poo poo, stuff like that. Um, but I named my uh, uh, my island Coke Rehab Island, <laughs> so everyone there is—they're like, "Oh, I'm so glad to be on Coke
5: Rehab Island."
4: I love
2: it when I get a shipment from Coke Rehab Island. Nice. Too.
4: Oh, and uh, my ship—that my export from my uh, from my island is star, like uh, party hats or no, top hats that are all covered in stars. So I just imagine everyone's just partying so hard on the island and just exporting these party hats just because uh, they're having a great time.
2: Which, by the way, Will loved when I put it on him. Did I? Oh yeah, he did. Good, good for me. It's the only thing that your character has <laughs> liked that I've given him. Really? Oh, your guy hates everything.
0: Oh, that sounds right. Sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> hates everything. <laughs> Nice, okay. Uh, well, here's the question: What how how do you how do you beat Tamagotchi Life? Is there? That's a good question. Is there a, a an an, an, an hmm. ultimate goal? I guess you could say.
1: Hmm, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I don't see why there would be. Are you talking about in terms of our list? Or... Yeah, yeah,
0: that and, and you know uh, what. I've wh- got. When do you feel goal. like it would be enough? You know. What's your goal, Jared?
2: There, like
4: when when a character levels up you have you know the four main options to give them
5: mm-hmm.
4: you know like the interior uh, a new catchphrase a gift or a song to sing mm-hmm. but at the bottom it says you know a uh, pocket change or money you can give them money mm-hmm. and i don't know if anyone else has done given
1: their me's money has I, anyone done that no um uh. what's that Corey? No, I was just gonna say when I the when I first made my girlfriend, her very first problem was that she needed money. <laughs>
2: and also, Dan, I'll say, uh, you and your real life wife are the only two people that ever asked me for money on the game. Really? Thirty bucks and fifty
1: nine cents each. Wow. Wow. <laughs> nice. But no, I've never I've never done the level up give pocket money thing.
4: I I gave Jason, uh <laughs> who's a friend of mine and a friend of uh Corey's and Eric's, I guess now, um, I gave him, like, $5 or something like that. And he said at the bottom, he's like, oh, now I only need $9,990 and $5 to buy a spaceship to go to outer space. And I gave him money the next time he leveled up, and it had, like, decreased. So I just want to keep giving uh, him oh. money in the – but, like, it's so much. Yeah. Because you, know, cause you never lot, have yeah. more than, like, 800 to, like um, – a hundred or fifteen hundred at a yeah. time, at least in my game. Same. So like, I want to keep giving him money, like exclusively, just so you know. I'm sure there's this animation at the end where it's like he gets in a rocket ship and goes to outer space, uh, but or or maybe not, or maybe he just like takes the money and does something else. Like, I bet you that. I, I, I just if I, I know just him. don't know. So it's like uh, it's something I want to. That's what I'm working for with that character. So that's like kind of like the long haul like, thing where instead of just, like, oh, somebody's hungry, oop, somebody wants to be friends with somebody else, oop, you know, they want to go to the park. Like, there's kind of long-haul things in it like that.
2: That's okay. cool. Yeah. I kind of want to do good. that with Dan's character because he loves space. I do, yeah.
4: Oh, yeah, also I one of my foods I got was space food, like astronauts. Oh, nice. astronaut food. Nice. And I gave cream. it to Jay and he loved it. Shot to the top of his list of favorite <laughs> foods. <laughs> That's a good sign. So I bought a bunch of it just so he, if he gets depressed, I can give it to him because like, the next day it's not available anymore.
2: Okay. Wait, really?
4: Uh, you might still be able to buy it if you have some. Yeah. If you can like, re-up on it, but if you're out of it, I don't think you can. I could be wrong on that. Unless I... it's in stock yeah yeah I think that's what
2: I I was under the impression that if you bought something that was new in the market then it was in stock from then on
4: uh, that very, very well may be true but like anytime new things come in I buy at least one of everything Same here. just in case so I
2: think you should be able to have it from then on that's that's how I've been led to believe
4: alright I'm gonna just start feeding everyone space food in that case
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, one other cool thing there's popularity boards mm-hmm. that that uh, you can look at at any time. There's a popularity board, a life vitality board, um, I think most charming female, I'm assuming most charming male is on there too. Yeah. Um, just, like
4: popularity?
2: Yeah. There's a couple other ones I can't remember. Oh, how much you pamper certain people and how much you've spent on each character. Um, so that was fun to look at, like, who who was most popular on our islands and stuff like that, so...
1: Compatibility test.
2: Yep, compatibility. Nice. Yeah.
0: Okay. I think my wife would love this game. Jared's girlfriend was getting into it. Yeah. I yeah. The it, first
2: day I, it, I got
4: it, for. we were playing Risk Legacy, and she was just kind of watching TV because she got home from work, and I like told her about it, and she just started playing it, and she was like giggling and laughing while we were all playing <laughs> Risk like, getting really serious and talking about conquering places and everything. And she's like, oh, I just gave him a mango! And then, like, started <laughs> laughing. Like, you know, it's just, like, that silly stuff like that. Nice. And it really is funny watching Corey, like, eat a mango on the beach or
1: something like that, you know?
0: Oh, okay. Any other thoughts on Tamarachi
3: Life?
1: Not really. It's one of those games that it's so different, you can't really judge it by the same standards as other games. Absolutely. And that's what I like about it, you know? Okay. It's great.
2: I totally agree with Corey. It's just so different from anything else I play or have played, really. Uh Um, Totally out of my my realm of gaming. But I liked the demo enough to buy it, and I've enjoyed it. Okay. Definitely something you can sink a lot of time into.
5: Nice.
4: Or, Or just a little time. You could just, like, wake up in the morning, check all the new foods and stuff, make sure all your guys have no problems, feed them and then leave it, and then check it the next day. Or you could, like, do the, you know, play it every th- three hours, or, like, for three hours straight, you know? Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's not going to, like, mess up if you don't do it constantly, you know?
2: You don't have to set, like, a block of time aside to play it, which is nice. But, yeah,
4: you can just, like, solve somebody's problem, be like, oh, I got to go do this, set it down, come back. And that's also nice about the DS, because you can just, like, close it goes into sleep mode and then you're like right back to it and like it's like nothing had happened
0: yeah yeah
1: okay that yeah, about
0: covers it anything else cory you have any of the thoughts
1: no uh, i guess i like it more than the sims so you can okay kind of thing. perfect
0: all right well we're gonna take a quick break and be back with nibble bits right after this Welcome back, everybody, to episode 153 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our Nibble Bits segment. Will, you want to get started with Nibble Bits?
3: Yeah, sure. Um, All right. My first Nibble Bit is... <clears throat> Sony Online Entertainment added a new continent to their game, plant side 2. Uh, the continent is called Hassan, and it's a swampland with low-hanging trees and boggy terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, this... Made me think of uh PlantSide Two coming to the PlayStation Four. Is there any timetable for that yet?
0: I don't know. The longer it gets delayed, the less interested I get. Yeah. You know, as we get closer to fall, there's a ton of stuff coming out. I'm just I'm not going to play it. Yeah. I want it and comes I- out kind of soon,
3: and I want to play this game again. Yeah. I'd actually re-download it on the on the computer. I oh, might okay. start playing a little bit yeah. because the new continent kind of interests me. Yeah, it like,
0: looks cool. I like, saw some pictures of it.
3: Yeah, I'm like, oh, this game. So, yeah, might be returning to that within the next couple days. Uh, and my next one is The Sims 4. People are already up in arms about this game already. It's being made by uh, Maxis, who did SimCity. So, you know, if you're around for the SimCity stuff, like me and Corey were, you know, yeah. the day one purchase, you know, we'll be getting out of that. But uh, players <laughs> won't be able to build pools or see their Sims in the toddler stages, apparently. That didn't make the cut in the game. Uh, it'll be it'll
0: be DLC in, like, a month after it comes out. Paid DLC. Yeah.
3: Uh, but the producer of the game says it's not possible for them to include every single feature and piece of content that they've added over the last five years with Sims 3. Um, so uh, the fans took to change.org to petition them to put it in. Wow. So it's, uh, it's got over... Uh, 2,500 signatures. Oh, wow. Already. (laughs) So, I mean, the people were talking about in the comments about how the most fun part of the game is putting the Sims in the pool and taking out the ladder and watching them drown. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they were upset about. Okay. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the game's not even out yet and everybody is up in arms about it, Mm so I found that kind of entertaining. Mm -hmm. I don't care one bit because I'm not going to own it. It's funny to actually see this from afar because I was involved with this in SimCity. Yeah. So... Yeah, then that's all I had.
0: All right, uh, I'll go next. Uh, late last week, some hackers managed to gain access to a CD project Red Google Drive, gaining access to a large amount of files from The Witcher 3 that included screenshots, concept art, uh, as well as some design documents that contained info on the game's setting, story, and ending. CD Projekt Red acknowledged the leak and advised fans of the series to avoid the files due to massive amounts of spoilers contained in the documents. I avoided all that stuff. I didn't I didn't want to see have anything spoiled for me. So, uh, But get on CD Projekt Red for saying, hey, look, you know the, these files are out there. Uh, don't go looking for them because it will be spoiled for you, rather than denying it, you know, uh, um, which I feel like a lot of companies do. Yeah. What? what? You feeling bad for them, Corey?
1: No, I wouldn't want it to be spoiled.
0: No, yeah, same here. Uh, that's why I avoided anything uh, other than reading the, the article title, you know, and, and yeah. the, the information. I didn't didn't go searching for any of that info. So
3: I saw some pictures only because I haven't played the first two. Right. So I have no idea what anything is. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, see, we wouldn't have anything spoiled for you anyway. No, I had no <laughs> idea what it <laughs> It doesn't, doesn't mean anything. <laughs> okay. Uh, moving on, ArenaNet has announced that they will be hosting a Guild Wars 2 tournament at Gamescom 2014 with players competing from all over all, all over North America, Europe, and China. It will be called the Guild Wars 2 International All-Stars Tournament, but no further details have been released at this time. ArenaNet will be flying the tournament's competitors to Gamescom's host city of Cologne, Germany. Uh, I'm still waiting for my invitation, too. <laughs>
3: You are the resident Guild Wars champ here.
0: Yeah, uh, I did a lot of the PvP, specifically the world vs. world. Even though I would mostly go by myself and do roaming, I'm waiting for my invitation. This is probably more of the structured PvP, uh, which is why I don't think I will be getting my invitation. <laughs> but and then my last nimble bit: Metro Redux, the remastered bas- remastered versions of Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light will be released on August 26th in North America. The package deal will be coming in at fifty bucks. You can buy this, the versions separate from one another for twenty five dollars each, or if you own them on Steam, you can have them both for twenty five or one for twelve fifty. I don't think I'm going to be upgrading Metro Last Light, uh, but I probably will get the upgraded version of Metro twenty thirty three because it's in the new engine from Metro Last Light, so uh, it's upgraded to the better engine. I had some some saving issues and stuff with my copy of Metro twenty thirty three, yeah, so. Uh, I will at least be getting that. I, don't, I may get both of them, who knows, to support the, the developer because I like the developer, and I, I even like the, the publisher for those games. So who knows? I, but at the very least, I will get Metro 2033 Redux. So that's that. Uh, Eric, what do you got for us?
2: Well, Dan, I only have one, and I don't even know if it's mine or not. Sorry, okay. <laughs> Corey, if it is. No worries. Uh, yeah, so the new Legend of Zelda for Wii U that's going to be coming out next year, supposedly, may have multiplayer in it. I was interested to see how you boys felt about that.
0: I would love to see co-op,
2: co-op multiplayer.
0: Yeah, I don't care about the competitive. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they would work that, but I think a, a co-op would be cool. Okay, for that game. Uh, even if it 's along the lines of uh, of a Rayman or Child of Light where you just play like as a sprite and help out link or even having link have like a, a companion to help that that would be cool okay, both you know on the same like they can do different screens too, like you could have it so uh link is playing on the t v and the companion is playing on the gamepad or you right. could have it connected over the internet yeah I'm excited to see what, what they about like a from.
2: more open multiplayer? I don't think I want it to be
0: co-op, co-op.
2: Yeah, like super, super multiplayer. What right. you're talking about, yeah. I think is cool. Yeah, but I don't want them to make it like some super multiplayer, thing. Let, like a, like a Dark Souls. What not
0: want to have a Dark Souls type of multiplayer where no. you invade someone else's world and no, attack
3: them? Definitely not. What about how like Fable does it? I've never played it. You know uh, how Fable does it. Yeah, hey. f-
0: in Fable, like you'll see someone's like sprite running around in the world, and it, like you can click on it and b- like draw it into your world to 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 do co-op multiplayer. Hmm. Yeah, like that was for and Fable stuff. two. I don't know. I don't remember how it worked for Fable three. I think, I think it was the same.
3: F- yeah, I think it was the same thing for Fable two and three. Maybe a little bit better in three. Yeah, but I only played them sparingly with okay. people, so I'm not really sure. Right, but,
0: but yeah, you would see someone else like they're little sprite running around the world and you can kind of suck them into your world. A yeah. little, little bit like dark souls, I guess. Yeah. So, what about you, Corey? What are, you, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. I was placing my food order.
0: Oh, that's okay. We were just talking about the Zelda multiplayer.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Um, no, I did hear that. Um, I would be into it. And I think like you were saying, Dan, if even if it's just something a little, uh, you know, a little side thing, uh, I think that would be fine too. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't necessarily want to play all of a Zelda game multiplayer.
0: No, it would have to be jump in, jump out, because those games are too long to have yeah. a player playing with you for the full, whatever, 40 hours Sure, it would take. Yeah.
1: I'd be into it, though, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. What do you got for, for nimble bits, Corey?
1: I have a few. There is a Ministry of Silly Walks mobile game uh, for iOS and Android. Apparently this is uh, part of the bigger push for the promotion around their final stage tour uh the monty python guys john cleese does the voice in it and it is an endless runner uh apparently it's it's a decent game though overall which is a good thing
0: yeah i gotta love monty python
1: sure uh even though they're doing a stage tour without uh graham chapman uh he's uh, dead well yeah what can he do the rest of them are alive yeah Cooking Mama 5, Bon Appetit, launches in September on 3DS. It already launched in Japan on in November. Uh, it includes 60 recipes, a lot of new gameplay modes and options. Uh, you can also customize your mama and the kitchen.
3: <laughs> cool. Woo-hoo.
2: God, you know what? I really shouldn't say I'm not interested after playing Tamodachi Life.
0: Yeah, you never know. It could be awesome. Yeah. Not interested. <laughs> I know
2: one of our listeners is. That's in feedback.
0: Okay.
1: Uh Civ Rev two launches July second on iOS. This one is developed especially for mobile and touch screens. Uh, whereas the other one was just a more accessible civilization. Uh, this one is meant for like iPhones. Um so yeah, the, apparent the article I was reading said it doesn't sacrifice any of the strategy and all that, that that we know and love from Civilization, but it just makes it super super easy to play on a, a mobile device.
0: So is it closer to Civ Revolution or is it closer to like Civ Five?
1: Closer or- to Civ Rev. It's Civ Rev Two. So okay, uh, yeah, more closer to Rev. Yeah, okay. Which I loved. I, I really liked that game.
0: Yeah, it was good. It, I had it for Xbox 360 way back in the day. Yep, I played quite a bit um, of it.
1: EA's new game time promotion offered up Titanfall for free for 48 hours. Uh, Not meaning it's free between now and two days from now, meaning you can play it for free for 48 hours total uh, at no charge, and then they cut you off. Which is all Um, you'll
2: about need, really.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's smart. Um, It's, you know, they obviously did it at the same time Steve did their summer sales, so it gives people a reason to log into Origin and try out, try out their game there, and, you know, if they like it, I'm sure they got some sales out of it. If not, like Eric said, you know, you can you can quit after your 48 hours.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, uh, really, a 48-hour window is probably a good amount of time for somebody to think that they're in love with that game. Yeah. And then go out and buy it, and then a week later, they're like, wait a see that. fucking second here. It's really it's not that great.
0: Yeah, I played it for about a month, and after that, I haven't, I haven't even thought about it yeah, yeah, and that I was a lot that. that was a lot for me because I didn't don't really play you know first person shooters multiplayer. player right.
3: I deleted it completely because it takes up way too much space yeah so but
2: that is pretty pretty good idea for them
1: and it will be the first of many game time promotions so we'll be seeing more of those uh, everybody loves a free game yeah. yeah Robert Morris University Illinois became the first college to offer athletic scholarships for League of Legends players <laughs> awesome
2: All right, I gotta tell you I think that's pretty stupid uh,
1: their League of Legends team will compete in the Collegiate Star League which is apparently made up of I didn't even know this was a thing over a hundred schools um, and the one like Harvard's on there there's some like you know legitimate colleges too Robert um, so Moore apparently it's pretty legitimate. pretty big deal um, that league is hosted by Riot Entertainment though who is the uh, the developer of League of Legends okay uh, and There's like a $100,000 prize or something like that for the champion team for scholarships. Um, yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. I think maybe 10 years from now it might be legitimate. But as of, as of this day and age, I think it's just more of a, a publicity, P- publicity stunt. Yeah. I can't
2: ever see it be being legitimate, honestly. Um, that just makes me think college is even more of a sham than I already did. when they're giving people scholarships to go there to play video games. As much as I love to play video games, I just, I'm like, really? That just sounds so stupid.
0: But would you be psyched for it if if you were a player and you you have the chance of getting a scholarship?
3: That's decent
0: enough,
2: I'd just get torched. It seemed like most of the guys that are good enough to play that drop out of school. Right, because they make... So that they they have time to get good enough. They
0: can make, make enough money to... Right. Not even worry about. Are they going to allow
2: these kids to not go to class like the basketball
0: players? Probably, (laughs) because they have to practice like what fourteen hours a day. Exactly. You can't can't fit school in Mm -hmm. for that.
1: Well, I don't think they're getting. That's the thing. I mean, they're not getting pros. They're getting people who are really good at League of Legends and want to go to college. Right.
0: I don't know. So, so it's it's the it's the minor leagues for
1: for as far as it's it's the college league. Right,
0: League of Legends go.
1: Whatever, man. Maybe they'll graduate to pro. Who knows? Maybe.
2: With Robert Morris attached to their name. I don't don't get it.
1: I just don't get it.
0: Okay. Anything else, Corey?
1: That's all for me.
0: All right. Well, let's hear about Risk Legacy before we get into our weeks. Jared, you want to kick that off? Take it away, dudes.
2: All right. Uh,
4: Risk Legacy is a version of Risk the classic board game that you uh, essentially start off on, like, just a, you know, like the world map, but none of the continents are labeled. The countries are, but the continents are, and, you know, you just... The first game is just a normal game of Risk, pretty much, but after that, you start making marks on the board and, you know, adding things to the game that come back in future games and like can't be removed. So you like found your own cities and you know, you know uh, like certain co- countries become worth more because you add resource bonuses to them or you know, name your own continents and just stuff like that and it you know, let's say Cory wins a game, he gets a bonus next time he plays if he plays if he doesn't nobody gets the bonus so it it's like kind of incentive to have each person kind of like have the core group of people playing but it also it doesn't you know totally matter and it's it was a lot of fun when we played it that first round and just setting up like after the game you know you name your cities and you do whatever it really makes uh makes you want to play it again like right away to like jump back into that the new kind of world that you've made.
0: Awesome. Uh,
2: I'll tell you what, I, I never really played Risk too much. I know what it is, obviously, but I had a blast playing that game, and it's, like Jared was saying, the the legacy part of it is what's awesome, not the Risk part of it for me. The legacy part where Cor- Corey did end up winning our game of Risk Legacy. Five players, correct, five guys? Yep. Yeah, so we have five players. um Corey ended up winning, so... Which is the maximum you can have. Right, so for him winning, he had a few options of what he could do, and he chose to name a country? Is that what he did?
1: No, I, I placed a city. Um, yeah, you have a, a number of different things you can do. Jared, I don't know if you remember what they are, but one of them is, like, naming a continent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and my ultimate choice was to place a city on... A major city. A major you city can... on a territory, and I ended up putting it in Greenland. Greenland? Yes. In Greenland, uh, just for my overall strategy. But I'm the only player who, when we start another game of Risk, can start on Greenland now.
2: The reason you did that is because there was a bonus on there to defense, I think, right?
1: Not on Greenland. Uh, There's a couple territories in the North American continent that has defense bonuses on them from the prior game that stick throughout all of the the games now. Um, So I just figured that would be a good defensive spot. And when Corey says stick, he means, like,
4: it's a sticker that you take off and you put on the board. And stays there. And, it, you know, you don't take it off. It's just, it's just on there. You know, it's like it, you, everyone just has to deal with it in the future. And it, it kind of, like, shapes the way you play it, you know, for the next, you know, however many times.
2: And it's not like, okay, now we used, you know, five of those stickers this round, so we'll get five more next game. It's like a limited number of them, and we've used them. We might get more. Who knows? We don't know. That's cool. Like, each time you play it, there's, like, more packs of cards that you can open. We don't know what's in them. Uh Uh-huh. could be anything. Nice. And there's also a pack of cards that says, don't ever open this pack.
0: That's tempting. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's great.
2: So, it it was cool because... Go ahead, Jared.
4: I think Cory's going to have one too many drinks one night, and then, (laughs) like... Turn all the lights off and open it when everyone's asleep,
5: uh,
1: like a uh, like a kid on uh, Christmas Eve. Uh, Christmas Eve, yeah. want to see his presents, and um, then you'll you'll come out in the living room, Jared, and I will have hung myself with my belt, <laughs> <laughs> and the the open card will be on the table, oh, man. and it just says Corey, hang yourself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right, I got to do it. So one of the things that I really enjoyed about the game was uh, actually right off the bat, Corey and I formed an alliance very quietly. Uh, nobody knew that it was going on, and the way it happened was Jared went off very offensive quickly against our, our buddy Jay, who was down in South America. Jared was up in North America, Corey started in Africa, I had Asia, and our buddy Matt was in Australia, so Jared attacked Jay down in South America, like, pretty heavily, and... um it got to a point where Corey and I, our our plan was to take Matt out in Australia, but it was getting to a point where we had to do something about Jared. We had to intervene and become world police. Oh, okay. Um. So Corey and I, we kind of gave each other the nod. All right, time time to fuck up Jared's day. So then Matt, who is apparently the most diplomatic person on Earth, every time he, like he was done taking a turn, he'd look at somebody and be like, sidebar. And he'd go in the other room and start talking to him about what what to do next. So it turned out that me, Corey, and Matt all attacked Jared basically at the same time and brought him back down to earth a little bit. But that also kind of led to Corey taking over the map, basically.
1: Um, It got to a point where I was just like, oh, holy shit, I can win in like two turns if I do this right.
2: Yeah, so Corey finangled things really well. And uh, Matt then took me to the side without knowing that Corey and I had an alliance. And said, "All right, if we don't stop Corey, you have to attack him. Otherwise, he's going to win." And I, I, I didn't want to do it. And I ended <laughs> up, I ended up not doing it, even though I told Matt I was going to. <laughs> I had the chance right before Corey won to attack him. I don't, not necessarily would have beat him, but I held off because I was trying to be loyal. And Corey ended up winning. The reason that I didn't care is because you don't. You still kind of win if, as long as you don't get eliminated. So everybody that stayed in the game without being killed off completely, which was everybody, nobody got eliminated, got to do something. So I think, did all of us end up naming a city? I think everyone yeah, got a I, minor I, I, city. A minor city, yeah, except like, Cory um, got a major. Jared?
4: Yeah, like, the winner gets, like, to choose of five different things. Right. And the people who held on get to, like, choose out of, you know, three different things that they can put on the board or, you know. So it's, like, holding on is not as good as winning, but it's better than being eliminated. Especially Uh,
2: for me, because I don't live down there, and I don't know if I'll get to play it with them again. I wanted to leave my mark on a city. uh So I was like, you know what? Fuck you, Matt. I'm going to let Corey win. I'm going to get my city. And I'm gonna be good with that. Nice. So I think we all named us a minor city. Corey named a major city, um, but I named mine Shirley Road, Alaska, uh-huh. which is where Jared and I grew up. Jared, what, what did mm-hmm. you go with?
4: Um. Oh, I named. Uh, Eastern United States, uh, Newark Valley, <laughs> right where we all live. Corey,
2: uh-huh. you named your major city, Coryville. Coryville.
1: okay and maybe, <laughs> nice and original
2: maybe the coolest part is that what is there 10 spots on the actual board where each time you play it the winner signs their name okay that's cool yeah it was yeah, really 15
4: cool. 15 slots are like right on it yeah
2: and i want to get this game so that we can play it yeah but we got to find mean. five dudes who that are would, committed yeah, to playing yeah which is hard it is hard but we'll talk about that off air okay but I just want to make sure we talked about that, because that was a lot of fun.
5: Nice. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, Eric, you want to get us started with, with our weeks? You uh, you were sent on an official mission to go down and inspect the Brooklyn Studios, make sure everything was up to par.
2: Yeah, so I went down there. What was it? I don't know. Whatever day it was. I think I went down on a Saturday and came back on uh, Friday. Um, so, yeah, I went down to Brooklyn to see Jared and Corey and inspect the, the Brooklyn Studios, like Dan said. Uh yeah, we did a lot of eating and a lot of drinking and watched a lot of soccer. Um, the World Cup, obviously. Uh, yeah, we played a lot of nerdy board games, a lot of Mario Kart. Huh. All fun things. Nice. Uh, they they showed me a lot of the bars around the area. It's definitely cool to go to different areas and see how people live as opposed to where we are. And like When I got back to Binghamton that night, I got back at about 10 o'clock and my girlfriend picks me up. Meanwhile, I just was on a three-hour, almost four-hour bus ride sweating my balls off because the, the bus driver didn't turn the freaking air conditioning on for a while. I was this close to being like, dude, please turn the air conditioning on. Yeah.
0: Sweating my balls off. It's miserable anyway.
2: Yeah, miserable anyway. I can, I'm six foot three. I can barely move. Like, So my girlfriend gets her to pick me up, and she's all dressed up and looking good, and I'm like, what the fuck? So she's like, you want to go get something to eat? And I'm like, oh, shit, I just want to go home and take a shower. Yeah. So... We pull up to this restaurant because you know the woman always wins. So we go up to this restaurant and it's ten (laughs) o'clock and they're closed. And I was like, "What a difference!" Like I just came from Brooklyn, where we could go anywhere, get anything, and do whatever we want at any time of day. I can't get a damn sandwich at ten o'clock at night. Yeah. Like
4: oh, speaking of that, yeah. Uh, Corey, do you plan on leaving the house tonight? (laughs) Mm, I don't think so. Why? Because I'm not going to do that either. So, just to say, you can also stay in all night, Eric.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but not when I'm visiting. No, I'm just joking. Yeah, I know. But anyway, like, yeah, I guess if you live down there, it would be different. It's not as cool of a thing. But for me, it's cool to be able to just do whatever whenever you want. And it just was like, Wow. What a difference from here. And, like, you're driving around Binghamton, and there's just nobody around. And I'm down in Brooklyn. There's people all the time at any time of the day. Yeah. And uh, I got lost one day. Jared and Corey both had to work. So I was like, ah, shit, I might as well get off the couch and go to Manhattan. So I got on the train. Jared told me where to go, and I'm an idiot about the subway. So I went the wrong direction and started to go towards Queens instead of Manhattan. But I didn't care because it was just kind of fun to just kind of ride on the train and, like, you know, I mean, absolutely nothing by this, but it was weird to be the minority yeah. where I was like, it was me and I think another white girl and then a bus full of Hispanics or, or African Americans. And that was kind of cool. Like when you first get down there, it's a little intimidating, I guess. But by the end of the week, I was like, yeah, it's nothing, man. Nobody people, even gives a I shit. I was going to say people
0: pretty much don't pay any attention no, to exactly. you. Exactly.
2: Everybody's doing their own thing and yeah. like, it, it's nothing. But, uh, I had a good time that day. I kind of wandered around by myself in Manhattan, and I wanted to go to Chinatown. Actually, Jared suggested that I go to Chinatown, so I went down there, and I was like, all right, I want to get some Chinese food while I'm down here. So I was just kind of searching around, and I found this place that they had their food in the window. I was like, all right, I'll let's check this place out. So I go in there, and I'm just kind of looking around, and the dude, I think he was like the head chef. He looked at me, and I think he knew he was like, this guy clearly has no idea what he's doing here. Uh-huh. And I'm going to give you the short version of the exchange between him and I, but it was Exactly what I was looking for. I walk in there, and he looks at me and goes, can I help you? I'm not going to do the accent, because I feel like I'd be rude if I did that. Okay. But anyway, he says, can I help you? And I'm like, I said something and he didn't understand me, and I was like, what's good? And he goes, everything. And I'm like, for me specifically, like, what's good for me? pointing to myself, and he's like, barbecue wing? And I go... <laughs> no, not barbecuing, something else. And I'm, like, giving him hand gestures, and he goes, roast duck? And I'm like, all right, yeah, roast duck sounds good. So, so they pull this roast duck off the window. The guy just pulls this whole roast duck off the window, and I'm like, damn it, this is going to be, like, 30 bucks. He's giving me a whole duck. So my first thought is he told me the most expensive thing, and I said yes. That isn't actually what ended up happening. So the guy pulls the duck off the window, and he does, like, five quick chops, one, two, three, four, five, cuts it in half, puts it over a mound of rice and sprays a bunch of shit on it. And he's like, you want everything? I'm like, yeah, you just give me everything. So he <laughs> pours a bunch of shit on it. Uh, he's like, all right, eight I'm like, this was perfect. perfect. Exactly what I'm looking for. So I take my package. And the funniest part, I don't even know if I told Jordan Corey this, the woman at the counter is checking me out and I'm looking around. It's, it's all Asian people. Obviously, I am in Chinatown. She goes for here to go. I didn't get a word in. The guy goes, "Oh, to go."
0: <laughs> <laughs> he wanted you out of his restaurant. Like,
2: get the fuck out of here with your roasted duck! Don't come back.
1: That's funny. <laughs>
2: so I ended up. I passed the park on my way down there, and I sat at the park and watched some guys playing street basketball and some wall ball was going on. And like it was just me and a bunch of Asian people hanging out, and I was eating my roast duck. And like, by the way, roast duck's not that good. It's very, very greasy. Yeah, duck is greasy. A lot of bone Uh, as to meat ratio. Uh, I wouldn't suggest it, but regardless, it was really cool doing that. Met up with Corey for some coffee. Uh, Yeah, I don't know, man. We just drank a lot and saw some cool bars. Uh, Corey and I had an experience at one of the bars that was interesting. Ended up. (laughs) Which one? Well, all
1: of them. Well,. Every bar we were at, there was a there's a story.
2: Yeah, so the, the one night, it, it just ended up being me and Corey that went out, and we went to Gotham City, which is what it sounds like. There's, like, comic books on the bar and, like, on the walls. There's a Marvel Capcom game in there that Corey and I played. So we went there, had a beer, went to another bar called Happy Fun, had another beer and a shot, I think. And he's like, all right, let's go to Bazaar, and then we'll head home. So we're pretty hammed at this point, pretty good and drunk. And we walk over to Bazaar, walk in, and I'm totally good with this, just as a precursor. I don't care. <laughs> but I walk in, and these two dudes are making out. And I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. I'm not in Binghamton. I'm in Brooklyn. I'm totally good with it. Whatever. So Corey's like, I got to take a piss. I'll be right back. He's like, all right, I'm going to go around to the bar, grab a couple of beers. So I get up to the bar, and, you know, I'm a little foggy when I walk in there anyway because I'm drunk. So I get up to the bar, and I look around, and I'm like... Shit, there's not a female to be found in this place, and like, I realize it's like gay bar night at Bazaar, and Corey comes out of the bar. And he's like, "I don't know, man. <laughs> you want to just head back and get a sandwich?" I'm like, "Yeah, why don't we grab a sandwich and sit on the couch?" <laughs> I don't know. It's cool. Like, whatever. It's just not our thing. I well, guess. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. But it's fun. Like shit like that is fun that it happens. Yeah. Um. Another one real quick Jared was proud of us because of this And I got thinking about it later And I was proud of us too I think it was one of the first nights I was there I don't remember the name of the bar that we went to Really good music wherever it was But we were just kind of chilling in a corner booth Hanging out chatting about old times and shit And all of a sudden This group of four people comes up It's a dude Two ugly chicks And another (laughs) dude with him So they're sitting with us And like The two girls weren't really saying much The one dude Was pretty sketchy the other guy was kind of talking to us, but, like, the more he was talking to us, I'm like, this guy is fucking with us, I think. So I kind of lean over to Corey. I'm like, this guy, like, like patronizing us? What is his angle here? Because he's just not acting normal to me. Yeah. So we, he goes to the bathroom, and it's just the two girls there, and, and they start talking, and she's asking Corey what he does. And it was funny, because Corey does branding. And he supposedly is supposed to be finding branding partners. Is that accurate, Corey? Yeah, So she tells him that she's in branding But he had already at this point told her That his name was Matthias And that he's a dog walker Uh (laughs) So he couldn't go back And get into the branding thing But we asked the other girl like what do you do for a job And she's like I don't want to talk about it And we're like Alright like like, what's your problem She's like I just, just don't want to talk about it She's like okay so the guy comes back Finally they get up and leave I'm like Jared. What was that dude's problem? And he's like, "I'm so proud of us right now because what was going on was when people do that, they come over and try to make you feel uncomfortable so that so you, you leave. leave the booth, oh. and we just stood our ground. Nice, and it was great. Oh, well that was a good done. experience too. But because
4: uh, usually if that happens, I just. I'm like Corey. I don't. I don't want to engage. Uh, I'm not engaging. So <laughs> right, right, I just right. like, you know what? Just take the booth. I don't want to listen to your small talk, and I'll leave. But Eric and Corey held him off, and then we got had the booth to ourselves for more more time. It was great.
2: Well, done. it was. It was good times. And the last thing before we move on from the Brooklyn trip, uh, I did go down there partially because the World Cup was going on, and I had done some research about some bars that I want to go to. So. The USA-Portugal game, we were going to go to this bar called Banter, which is in Williamsburg, right? Yes. Okay. Near where Jared and Corey's girlfriend work. So we get down there, and they're turning people away because they're at capacity already, which sucked. So we went down to High Horse, another bar in the area. People were not, per se, into the soccer scene as much there, which kind of sucked. But, I mean, whatever. Corey and I were having a good time, along with one of Jared's co-workers. So anyway, a few few later few days later when we played Germany, Corey and I got down there nice and early, went to the bar where his girlfriend was working, hooked us up with some drinks, got good and, bright and lubed. Early. Bright and early. Got good after a hearty night of drinking the night before. We yeah. got good and lubed up before noon. Went back to banter, which is the bar I should say. Go down there if you're a soccer fan. So we go to banter and I mean the place started filling up pretty quickly. I think they started turning people away too, it looked like again. Um, but i i don't know I guess I would be more interested to hear what Corey would say about the the crowd there i thought I thought it was really good
1: oh it was i mean it was a lot of fun, especially you know i'm a big fan of of the Olympics and stuff like that, so Granted, I'm not a huge soccer fan. It's it's fairly easy for me to get into to World Cup soccer and, and U, the U.S. playing and stuff. And when everybody's there like in unison to see the U.S. play and everyone's singing and they've got the chants going and everyone's drunk. Midday on a Thursday, everyone's hammered <laughs> watching soccer at this, uh, this soccer bar. It was, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Corey, national anthem being sung by the whole bar? I have the whole video of it on my phone. Great stuff, <laughs> Pretty cool. right? Yep. Good stuff.
2: Great stuff, man. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that that was a blast. I'm good. We got to go in there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Brooklyn Studios are doing well. Inspection. They passed inspection. All right. Uh, everything is good and kicking down there.
0: Excellent. Yeah, had a good time. Okay. Really good time. Sounds good. Corey, what about you? What do you got?
1: I don't have much, Dan. I was just going to briefly run through the steam purchases I got for the summer sale, or do uh-huh. you want to do that later?
0: No, we can do that because I was going to do the same
1: uh and then I just wanted to mention that I watched Girl Meets World, the long awaited sequel to Boy Meets World uh-huh. on the Disney Channel. That's what I was doing Friday night at nine forty five PM.
0: Very nice. How was it?
1: <laughs> it was weird. Was it? It was weird. I, I think I think I'll watch a few more episodes and if it doesn't get good I'll I won't watch it anymore. Mm-hmm. But like Corey Matthews is the girl the his his daughter's teacher. Uh, and he's kind of weird it's it almost, it's almost like he's like been into a lot of drugs or something and he's trying to bring himself back for this role trying to, to rebound
3: up. yeah and i don't
1: i don't know if that's the case i don't want to you know
3: spread rumors
1: slander anybody but <laughs> <laughs> um it it was weird but it was still there were still parts of it that were really funny and really good so i'll give it a, a few more episodes all right uh steam purchases i got 7 days to die Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced Edition, Brutal Legend, Dragon Age Origins, Ultimate Edition, Euro Truck Simulator 2, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, is that an Ultimate Edition or something like that? Yeah, I think it has all the DLC.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: Kingdoms of Amalur, Reckoning, Poker Night at the Inventory, and Poker Night 2. One of Will's friends gifted me SteamWorld Dig, which was awesome. I've had that game on my wish list for a real long time. Uh, and then I bought, not as part of the Steam Summer Sale, but Wildstar
0: well done anything else Corey? no all right will go ahead what do you got
3: uh i guess i'll go over all oh, my sales i this is off the top of my head because uh, i didn't compile it but i brought uh, brothers splinter cell blacklist blackguards kingdoms of amalur uh the walking dead season one and two i got both of them because uh my season one progress was on my xbox and I don't know if that carries over to Season 2, so I wanted to make sure I play through it. And I've got time because there's still two more episodes to come out for The Walking Dead Season 2. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I'll probably be playing Season 1 again soon. Uh, Divinity Original Sin, and there was another one, and I can't think of what it is.
1: Will, I wish you had told me you got Blackguards.
3: Yeah, I saw that, and you guys both had it on your wish list, and it looked cool, so I figured I'd, get, I'd buy it. It wasn't that much. It was, like, 12 bucks. So you should have told me because I think it's multiplayer, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I would have played that with you. Yeah, is it is it still up there? Because they're doing the everything's on sale basically. I don't, I don't think that was one of them, though. Oh no. Let me just double check. You might need to search for it because it might not have been like the top. Oh,
1: I we all got that Terraria thing too, the Edge of Space. Oh yeah, I, I was. I didn't get
3: it. I didn't know what that was, but it said Terraria and it looked like Terraria, so I got it. Yeah. I was actually just saying the other day that I want a game that had the effect that Terraria had on me. Because it's not often you can put 100 hours into a game in a week. Starbound. No sure. star I'm waiting for that to come out. Yeah, it's not. It How, hasn't been
0: released yet. Is that officially? close to me now? I don't know. No. I haven't heard anything about it, really.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, Divinity Original Sin is another early access game, but it's supposed to come out tomorrow, so okay. I bought that. Um. And the other thing is, is I've been uh, pretty sick, so I haven't been playing very many video games. I might have mono actually. The fuck away from me! Yeah, uh, I've slept I think in four days over sixty hours.
2: Have you had mono for like six months now? No, I is that haven't. What's going on?
3: <laughs> no, I've only been. I got sick Tuesday, and then Wednesday I had my day off, and I started being like, "Oh, I'm really tired." But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I do have it for sure.
0: How do you catch
3: mono? I don't know it's the
0: kissing. kissing kissing disease i don't have a
3: girlfriend so i don't know how i have shit, it i Will. don't <laughs> i don't it's full of shit first of all school has been a problem for like the last six months because i've been having to work hard in that because i don't want to dis- disappoint the parents yeah but uh there's that and oh, uh, i'm going to warp tour again i bought my tickets oh, and, anybody good playing uh nobody you would probably like well why don't you try me I, what's a band? Yellow Card? Do you like yeah, Yellow Card? Yeah, Yellow Card. I think they're...
2: Fucking, uh... Something at Ocean Avenue? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: They're they're playing. Uh, other than that, I don't think there'd be anybody that you would I'm, particularly know. I'm gonna know. check out the lineup. Go yeah. ahead. But, uh, we're going... It's July 8th. It's a Tuesday. Uh, pretty excited. I went two years ago with my friends, and that was a lot of fun. And I think three of my top five band favorite band they're playing so i was like nice. I, I gotta go yeah definitely so yeah uh, i mean we've had some of our musical guests that i got like uh, danger kids yeah I was played a couple times for our music breaks they're playing so
2: i nice. was like i have to see them
3: yeah cool so yeah i'm going really excited
2: actually i should mention will i know you you probably are the only one that'll appreciate this but i got tickets to
0: see the goo goo dolls
2: oh did you yeah in
3: buffalo i uh, big flats
0: big flats i know where that is it's for kind of near reason. corning oh, okay.
3: oh yeah okay
2: yeah my girlfriend and i are going for our anniversary that'll be awesome I, i'm a big fan y- you know what sucks though the opener daughtry oh. Oh. American Idol. <laughs> Man. i was like christy i think we're gonna show up a touch late yeah, to this one because be I, I don't daughtry. know if i could live with myself if i saw a moment of daughtry
3: live yeah <laughs> you don't want that no yeah, because me and you were saying that if they play in Buffalo, because you said they usually do a free show in Buffalo, because that's their hometown.
2: I don't know. They are playing at Darien Lake, which is near Buffalo.
3: <sighs> yeah, because that—that's where that's where Warp Tour. Is. Man, a lot of—is that like the place in New York that they play? Is Darien, Darien Lake? Lake yeah. yeah, probably. Okay. Hey, Less Than
2: Jake's playing there. Oh.
3: Yeah. I like Less. They're than still Jake. around.
2: Yeah, they're playing at Warp Tour. That's who you ought to go see.
3: Yeah, I mean, I'll. I've got. A, I think I only have. Five that i like half like i definitely want to go see so yeah i have a lot of time and i didn't get the stupid park pass this time so it was cheaper nice but yeah i'm okay. really excited for that all right
0: anything all right. else uh that's it all right uh i'll go through my steam purchases i got halo spartan okay. assault uh the don't starve reign of giants dlc betrayer just cause 2 castle crashers risk of rain uh bioshock infinite season pass and night's Little republic 2 all those cost me less than $5 except for the Bioshock Infinite Season Pass, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, I also bought Valiant Hearts, which we'll be doing our episode next week about. And I bought Wildstar.
3: Nice. So,
4: Oh, Dan. Yeah. I think I'm going to buy Valiant Hearts maybe tonight. Are you? Yeah, yeah I, I watched. Uh, Eric told me a little bit about it, and it intrigued me, so I might get it.
0: I'm it, picking it up tomorrow, it, buddy. It's so good. I played for right. like an hour, hour and a half, probably, maybe two hours. Awesome. Yep.
4: Uh, um, but cool. that that being said, I'm gonna go.
0: All right, Jared, take it easy, buddy. Thanks, buddy,
4: Jared. Hey, peace. Have a good one, boys.
0: We'll see ya later. uh The only other thing I have to report is I also tried the Steam in-home streaming. I hadn't done it since it's been like officially released. I know Corey talked about it, saying he had a good experience with it. So I wanted to give it a try. I tried out my laptop, which is right over here. I played probably three or four different games. Uh, it's amazing. I was very surprised and, 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 my laptop was, was wireless. It wasn't, it wasn't wired at all. I tried, uh, Dragon Age Origins. I tried, uh, Lord of the Rings Online. I tried Bioshock Infinite and I tried sh- Dragon Run or Shadow, Shadow Shadow, Shadow Run, Shadow Run, run Dragon Dragonfall. Fall. That's what I was going for. Uh, they all ran great. I had a, there was a little bit of stuttering on Lord of the Rings Online and it, Teeny tiny bit of stuttering on Bioshock Infinite, uh, but again, it was wireless and not and not wired. Um, but I was amazed at how good it looked as compared to when it was in beta. It was very impressive, especially Dragon Age ran like a dream mm-hmm. on it. I was very very impressed with it, um, I, and I think that's something I'm going to use on a more regular basis nowadays. So, yeah, the only thing I want to try is non-steam games because apparently some people could get non-steam games to work on it too. So. You know, maybe I'll try with Titanfall or Guild Wars two or something like that. Mm-hmm. See if I get that to run. Just just because I'd like to try it, you know. So uh yeah, that's all I had going on this week. Yeah. So we'll take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 153 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Uh, do we want to start with Mario Kart and kind of do a general Mario Kart discussion? Because I know you finally got a lot of time with it, right? I beat it. You beat it. Well done. Yeah.
3: Hey, hey, thanks, guys. Well, how'd you beat it? I, I, I
0: 100 also. 100cc. Okay.
3: Okay. I'll give you more of an applause than I gave Corey.
0: I, I also beat it.
3: Hey. hey Thank you. you. Uh,
1: yeah. I also beat it if we're talking about
3: 150. Hey. Good job, Corey.
0: Well done. And yeah, hurry up his game. Yeah, me, me, <laughs> me and my wife finally beat it 150cc uh, uh, Saturday night, last night maybe, nice or the man. night before. Uh, it gets tough towards the end. Yeah. Uh, sure. it, it feels a little cheap at times, but... It does. <laughs> which is kind of
3: frustrating. Did you guys see the video I tweeted out today? I didn't like
0: the video. I watched it
2: yesterday, actually. I didn't... I don't know. It didn't do it for me. No?
0: Nah. It looked a little bit... Uh, fake yes that's what i didn't like
2: about
3: well that. yeah it does but that does that stuff it, does happen. i wanted yes, to see like
2: somebody's gameplay just getting fucked over and it didn't do that for me yeah
3: i didn't like the angle of it the angle of it made it hard to see what was happening i assumed the person was in first place so that's why because that stuff does happen all the time. oh yeah well he got hit with the leader shell so of course he was in first yeah so yeah never mind
0: okay uh thoughts mario kart that was a great game. Yeah, uh,
2: I'll tell you what, the online is fantastic. Isn't it? Yes. Corey and I played it. Jared and I played it together. Uh, I ranked Corey's guy up pretty good, too, but uh, his his me. Um, I like the pre-race room where you can make stupid little
0: comments. Yeah. <laughs> it's,
2: it's kind <laughs> of the same thing I like about Tamagotchi life. It's just stupid, funny little shit. Yep. But uh, that was really cool. It's,
0: it's sweet how fast it gets you into another race, too. It doesn't yeah. take very long at all.
2: No, it doesn't take long at all. And uh, Another thing I really like about it is how it keeps the same people together as long as they stick around. Yeah. So you kind of form rivalries yep. with some of them and without them even knowing it. Uh, I thought that was really cool. They might
0: know it. They probably realize yeah, it to might a certain know point.
2: Um, I'm pretty good at Mario Kart.
0: Nice. Corey? We'll have to have a Thumbstick Athletes Mario Kart Tournament.
2: Corey, were you impressed with my, my carton?
1: I was impressed with your online Mario carton. You did a lot better than I did, yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, playing online definitely improves your skills because I didn't have too much of an issue with 150cc after playing so many games online. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I I, I had a lot easier time after spending a considerable amount of time on the... On the the uh, after online doing with the 150cc, I'm also trying to three star everything, which I just got into 150cc. on on, on three starring everything. That's a treat. Uh, it's it's pretty hard because you know you'll you will easily you know get the gold trophy on all of them, but there's that one race where at the very end you get knocked out by something it's and usually the last and one, and you got to start all over again. Yeah, uh, which is frustrating, but it's 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 meant to be a, a challenge, you know. So uh, we we unlocked mirror mode too, so. Uh, we're, we're working on that together we did the first the first cup uh just briefly mm-hmm. um it's it's weird you don't realize how well you've memorized the tracks so you until do you backwards. do mirror mode and it's backwards you're it's like, very strange you're like wait a second yeah well that's part of it yeah track memory. oh absolutely um because especially especially at 150 cc you're going so fast you have to react before before you know You've got to know what's around the next corner, you know, because yeah. you have to – You have a lot of times you have to set up your power slide. Was Corey playing Euro, Euro Truck Simulator? Truck,
2: yeah. Corey, people are going to come in here, and it says Tamagotchi Life, and then you're like, what? <laughs> it's fucking Euro Truck Simulator.
5: <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah, like, you're going so fast that you have to set up your power slide, like, well in advance, you know. Um, so. Yeah. But it's weird on mirror mode.
3: It gets really intense as you go on. I yeah. You sweat out some of the races. Yep. Great game, yeah!
0: It is absolutely great. I I think we've put like over forty hours into it, uh, and I I I'm still like not tired of it at all. So I
1: just wish there were more guys to unlock. Yeah, do too.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm still unlocking carts and cart parts and stuff. Yeah,
2: I do wish there was a little more meat to it, but I don't know what they would do. I mean, it still is just Mario Kart, but it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's a great it's it's the best Mario Kart I think, Um, aside from the battle
0: mode. I never even touched the Battle Mode. Jared and I played Battle Mode. Okay.
2: It was okay. It just sucks. Like I wish they had redone the Battle Arenas from Mario 64. Those were the best ones. Yeah, and uh, instead of that, they just have you play Battle Mode on all the racetracks like normal, and you can just go backwards on them.
0: Yeah, I, it would, I think it would be better even if they just had a section of the track where, yeah. where the battle took place.
2: Because some of the tracks are so big that, like, we weren't finding anybody for yeah. long periods of time, and that sucks for battle mode, you know? Yeah.
0: I think that's, like, that seems to be everybody's complaint, too. I wonder yeah. if that's something they'll fix with, with a, a patch, not a patch, but maybe a, a downloadable...
2: They should put the tracks from N64 in there.
0: Yeah, that would be great. That'd
2: be awesome. But uh yeah, I mean it's a great game. The online is fantastic. Yeah. I love it. It's just it's it's definitely one of those things that you could uh just go back to again and again yeah. for a few races here, a few races there.
0: Yeah. yeah okay. Favorite tracks.
3: Mount Wario, is yes, that it- yes,
2: that's my favorite too. Yeah. That's really the good. The downhill one. ski slaloms.
3: Yeah, that one's fun. That's
0: really
2: good. Moo Moo Meadows is always a favorite of
1: mine.
0: Yeah. I like that one too.
3: I like the Cloud Top Fortress one, yep. the special cup. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh huh.
1: I like all the Special Cup courses, other than Rainbow Road. I don't yeah. care much for Rainbow Road. Yeah, I, don't I like either. Rainbow Road.
0: My favorite right. are the more the more <laughs> more pure racing ones. Uh, Me too. The very first one, Cause, because I, I try to use uh, actual racing techniques on those, you know, uh, you know, uh, rally techniques specifically, but, you know, you point your nose to the center of the curve and, you know, try to take the inside lane, you know, yeah. it's, those are fun.
3: Yeah. That's more... Skill. I do better on more, those. More skills. more more ra- racing, yeah. Yeah. I,
0: yeah, I sure. tend to do better on those too. So okay. but yeah, Mount
2: Wario's my favorite.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. They did a good job. Okay. Uh Eric, you want to get started with what you played?
2: Oh, what else did I play? Oh, the Battlefield Hardline yeah. Banner. Yeah. I only had a chance to play a couple of matches before I think I went to Brooklyn, but uh that sucked. that was bad yeah really yeah probably not gonna get it
0: okay (laughs) uh here's a question a lot of people were saying that they thought it should be like a piece of dlc yeah
2: yeah it didn't feel like i was hoping it would feel a little different because it was cops and robbers and i guess maybe a little bit but not good man i know it was just a beta but i don't know I can't even tell you what I really disliked about it. I guess I just didn't feel like I was getting much different. I guess like everybody else, it just feels like uh, an add-on and not a good, very good one.
3: I saw gameplay and it looked no different from no, anything. It looks
2: like Battlefield 4 I completely took my excitement so, away so
0: it. So what do you think? Battlefield jumped the shark? It
2: might have jumped the shark again. <laughs> Battlefield may have jumped the shark. Oh, I don't like the that. The single player sounds like it's going to be better. Yeah.
0: But... For six $60? hour dollars, cam- yeah, for a six hour campaign that
2: that's not why I buy a battlefield game, right, so I'll tell you what, initially, I am not getting that game unless it gets amazing reviews, and I just don't see it happening uh, right. like I said, I only played like two matches, so I can't talk too much, but i I really didn't like what I played, okay, so
0: sounds good. Anything
2: else? They changed some of the like the how you unlock weapons and stuff like that, but I don't remember it enough to to really get into it. A...
0: It didn't matter that much. No. It didn't. Okay, I heard an explanation from. Oh, I I listened to Giant Bomb. I should have should have mentioned that during my week. I listened to a few Giant Bombs for the first time ever. Oh. Even though I've, even though we've been doing a video game podcast for almost three years, I've never listened to an episode of Giant Bomb. But <laughs> <laughs> they were talking a little bit about it. And and when they were explaining it, it made a little sense to me. But, of course, at this point I don't recall because that was over a week ago. But Okay. What about you, Will?
3: Uh, I played a little bit of two things. Uh, I tried Kingdoms of Amalur. I'm definitely going to play more of it. I just wanted to figure out the camera thing and it's weird oh. playing with a mouse and keyboard
0: oh uh, you gotta use a controller
3: see i have it all set up where i can just plug it in but i'm just way too lazy yeah and i like i started playing it when i was like kind of sick and i just had did not have the patience to fit around with the camera stuff yeah you and do that's... have to
0: it does take, take some tinkering
3: and like i don't know like i just go into the documents and i'm just like I, I don't know whatever so i might just tough it out on that camera view or whatever doesn't matter i'll I'll get used to it at some point, but I'm making a uh, finesse sorcerer mixed character because I went straight magic the first time, and I want to mess around with some other stuff. Nice, um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that. The other thing I played is Plants vs Zombies uh, Garden Warfare. It came out for the PC, and this is a game that I was really jealous the Xbox people got. And uh, it's, I mean, it's coming out to PlayStation Four. I'll probably buy it for that too. Um, but I haven't had that much fun with a shooter in a really long time you am getting it
2: for PS4? Come on.
3: Yeah, probably, actually, because right. if you two get it... Well, you're going to get it, so I'll have somebody to play with, Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's like... The shooter... The whole shooter formula is kind of stale. It's all modern-day shooters. it's are just boring or, yeah. you know very, you know, not far into the future shooters. And it's just really boring. It's the same thing, most of them. But this one is just so much fun. And, you know, playing as the plants and the zombies, and it's just, it's a blast. I have so much fun playing it. I always pick the sunflower. And I'm like a little cute sunflower shooting sunshine at zombies to kill them. And like, I'll get a vanquish and I'll be like, yeah, get really excited. Just like real life, you're a cute little sunflower. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. Uh, I just have so much fun with it. I don't usually play as the zombies. I like playing as the plants a little bit more. They're more, uh, I have more fun. Something about being a plant and shooting stuff is just cool. But they uh, added... Uh, when that, when it came out for the PC, they added the new map that came out for DLC. And I guess the DLC for it is free, which is weird because EA never gives free stuff.
0: No, not very often anyway.
3: So I'm expecting something going to go wrong or change. But uh, I haven't gotten on the new map. I've only played like three or four rounds. And I play Gardens and Graveyards. And what it is, the, the zombies are... Advancing, It's like uh, Rush. If you played Battlefield, one team's just advancing forward to take over the bases. And this is the zombies, you know, advancing forward to try and take the gardens away from the plants. And it, like, falls back into different phases of a map. And, like, the maps are pretty big. And it's cartoony and just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to be playing more of it. Cool. It sucks it's on Origin, though. Because Steam boots up automatically and I have to reenter my password and stuff like that. So I had to remember all my Origin info. Yeah. Which is a pain. I always have to do a password recover. Same <laughs> here. That happened with me I on. Remember it. That happened with me on Plant Side and Wild Star. Uh huh. I just couldn't remember it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the game's a lot of fun, and that's about it. I've been wanting to play like an RPG to get you like into something. As I said, I wanted to play a game like had the effect that Terraria had. Yeah. On me because I haven't been playing too many video games. I've been having a hard time getting into stuff mm-hmm. right now. But okay. Yeah.
0: Sounds good. All right, Corey, what do you got?
3: I have quite a few. Uh,
1: like I said, a lot of a little or a little of a lot, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, I tried Risk of Rain for like an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, it's a pretty cool retro action platformer. You're a little dude and you have guns and you need to kill all the guys around you. Uh, it's roguelike in that if you die, you are out. Uh, you have to start all over again. Uh, but all along the way, uh, you're earning money by killing enemies and you use that me- that money to buy random items you don't really necessarily know what you're going to get and it's uh, like a power up something that will make you run faster or you know do more damage or drain health when you shoot the bad guys Um, but then there's also things like drones and you can repair drones that are on the ground and they'll fight alongside with you um really too much to talk about with that game i got to the like level 10 character i got to the second world i have no idea how many worlds there are i have no idea about a lot of that game at this point but it is multiplayer it would be fun to dan i know you have it now yeah. uh, i saw you bought it that's why i was like oh i should get it now maybe we yep. can play together sometime sounds good so yeah risk of rain uh it's it's fun i had a lot of fun doing it. it's just really hard i think it's meant for for multiplayer uh, okay makes sense yeah, I've also been playing quite a bit of Euro Truck Simulator 2, and if you're watching me in the chat right now, that's uh, what I'm playing right now. Dan talked about it at length uh, a few months ago at this point, maybe almost a year ago probably. Uh, um, it, was,
0: it was, I, I was playing it like sh- really shortly after my daughter was born, oh, so yeah. like maybe around Christmas.
1: All right. Um, it was... it came surprisingly a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um it's you know you 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 think about it like yeah it would be cool to just drive a truck in europe uh as a video game but like the gameplay itself is really addictive um and at this point i i'm just starting off so i'm just taking the quick jobs i don't have my own truck it's just somebody gives me a truck and they're just hiring me as a professional driver uh just driving it to and fro but i started in poland dan i don't know do you remember where you started
0: I was I, I initially started in the UK, but then I, I restarted because I I was not getting confused, but you know they drive on the opposite side of the road, so, oh, yeah. um, you know if it, it, I was tired because we had a newborn, uh, so I wasn't all there, and uh, gotcha. I w- was having a little difficulty with with driving on the opposite side of the road. So then I sure. ended up starting in, I think like Northwestern France, maybe. Wow.
1: Yeah. You didn't want to go back to your
0: roots no nah. I, I, everything seemed kind of spaced <laughs> out over there sure so it, it seemed like the the trips in between were a little bit longer than than a little more clustered more heavily gotcha. populated western europe
1: yeah but anyway um yeah no i'm having a lot of fun with it and one of my favorite things is that it pulls in radio streams from around the world uh oh, I didn't so, know that. oh yeah so if you press r it brings you to your little radio button and you can update from the internet radio stream. So depending on what country I'm in, I listen to their radio. Um, like I just made a delivery to Berlin. And as soon as I started rolling up to Berlin, I'd switched to the Berlin radio station. It was playing like green day and stuff. It's really cool. That's
0: I I didn't know you could do that.
1: Yep, And the, you know, the DJ will come on and speak in their local language or whatever. I have no idea what they're saying, but it's, (laughs) it's part of the whole experience and it's, it's a whole lot of fun. Um, like Dan Dan mentioned, uh, playing with a controller—that's what I'm doing, and it does take a little bit of figuring out. Like, first of all, you gotta map every key, just about, um, and then from there, it's it's sort of just figuring out what what works best for you. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot of fun, and uh, I'll probably play some more of it and get my fix, and then move on. But I'm really enjoying what I have going on right now. Craft truck. Want to build a build a truck empire? Yeah. So I don't know. I want Euro Truck Simulator three, and I imagine they'll make a third, and I imagine it'll be a lot better because a lot of people bought this one. Yeah. Um, I is... want more out of it. You know, I want more trucker lifestyle out of it. I think they could have a lot of fun with it,
0: like sleeping with prostitutes. That's yeah, of stuff? and like lizards. you know,
1: going to a gas station and buying candy bars, and coffee, slim gym, Jim, slim gyms, and coffee. <laughs> you know, I want yeah. that. I want all that in it. Okay uh but i really i really like it and you know if, if you think you might be interested i do recommend it because you'll have fun with it
0: and you can find it for cheap a lot of times i think i got 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 it on sale it wasn't as cheap as it was for the steam sale but i think i bought it for like 10 bucks maybe
1: yeah i don't i think i pay i think it was like i don't even remember it was four or five maybe. four yeah. or five yeah um but yeah recommend it for me uh i also bought and played a lot of kingdoms of amalur i forgot how much i love that game um, the more I played it, though, the more it started to feel like an Ubi- a Ubisoft game where it's like you can play the main story and then there's all this other stuff, but all that other stuff sort of feels like, you know, uh, what's how do I want to phrase this? It's just sort of tedious after a while. Yeah. After you do it a bunch, the, the extra stuff just feels tedious and, you know, you're just going point A, point B. Um, but the combat in that game is so great and that really pulls you through through the game
0: absolutely i i and anytime i play a game that's similar to that i need to have it play like that you know yeah. like if, if it if it's not if the controls aren't nearly as tight as that i feel like i'm uh not in control of my character which is part of the reason why i think uh I'm, i get so frustrated with assassin's creed is because it just doesn't feel like that even though it looks you know kind of a similar perspective and stuff it doesn't it doesn't play like that and that that's my gold standard for for controls for, like, combat-heavy action RPGs, you
1: know? It should be, for sure. Yeah, um, I didn't play any of the add-on content, so no. I don't really have a, a... I don't have much to talk about from when we did our Kingdoms of Amalur episode. Um, but it still still holds up, and, and, you know, I did the graphical twitches and stuff, Dan, that you you sent me the link for. So yeah. if you're gonna get back into it, I do recommend that on PC, especially the widescreen fixer. Oh, yeah, it makes it a, way makes better. makes a world of a difference. Um... Yeah, Kingdoms of Amalur is great. I made a mage, so I'm doing a lot of magic and stuff. And it's just... Even that is a lot of fun in combat. It's just... it's I don't know. It's so fast-paced and everything feels tight. And I don't know. I love it. Yep. Great game. Good stuff. Uh, and then I also bought both the Poker Knight games. Poker Knight at the Inventory and Poker Knight 2. I've, I talked about these a little bit before, but uh, it's just playing Texas Hold'em with, with video game characters. Um, Sam from Sam and Max. Uh, and, and I like... Uh, Poker Night 2 a little bit more because the characters are, are more my, um, what I'm more familiar with, like Claptrap from Borderlands is in there, and Brock from Venture From what? and Adventure Time? There's another one I can't remember. Okay. Um, but it's a lot of fun because they just sit and interact with each other and tell stories while you're playing poker. And that's all it is, but it's really entertaining. Nice. If you're feeling lonely on like a Friday night, you know. <laughs> Sit, right. sit, and play some poker night and drink some beers.
0: Nice by yourself. Sure, we'll right you after gross. you watch Girl Meets World. <laughs> okay. Uh,
1: I don't think I have anything else to talk about. Played a lot of board games this week and.
2: Corey, what was that other one uh, that was really? Lord of Waterdeep. Yeah, that's another good one that I I would suggest.
1: Yep, for sure. Nice.
2: We got it, Dan. I hear there's a new uh, nerd shop in town. Where? We gotta go check it out. Where is Staples it? Staples Plaza, where Olums is. What's it called? I don't know.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll have to go there. Yeah. I like the board games.
2: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, I will go now. I played a little Watch Dogs. Uh, I want I want to play it before it gets obsolete. You know, before people stop com- completely talking about <laughs> it. Uh, I had to lower my graphic settings to medium. Uh, and it runs pretty well on medium settings, but it, it looks like shit. <laughs> uh, to be honest, uh, it looks like a early generation Xbox 360 game. Uh. Um, it's not that bad, but it, it, that's what it looks like as compared to what I'm used to. You know, uh, the the recommended settings for from Nvidia for for my specific card are uh, mostly high and a few ultra, but it, like I had to put, obviously put it everything on medium until until uh, they finally patch it and fix fix all the graphical issues but i guess they're specifically with gtx 700 series cards which is what i have i have a 760 Uh, a lot of older cards are running it just fine Uh, a lot of amd cards are running it just fine it's mostly the 700 series nvidia cards that that are having the issues with it so uh but when i was playing it uh you know it's it's okay Uh, i had fun because i did a lot of the online stuff uh, which, which I still, I, it's, it's fun to do. I did a lot of the, the, the mobile app stuff and actually the, the same guy kept challenging me over and over again. Uh, and the whole time he was complimenting me on how good at, good I was at it. I'm like, <laughs> I want to tell him, I, I didn't know if there was a way to, to talk back to him, but I hadn't played Watch Dogs in like a month probably because I couldn't get it to run. And finally I just had to, like I said, lower my, my settings on my, on my computer, um, but yeah, it it was it's okay. I do want to beat it and just be done with it, but um I don't know. I don't know if I can swallow my pride enough to play it on medium settings <laughs> until the end, you know. You shouldn't have to. Well, exactly. Exactly. Um I, I'll keep I'll keep an eye out for for the patch for 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 the graphics and hope either Nvidia or hope Nvidia is the one that that does it cuz I guess Ubisoft is not prompt with their pc patches on their games i guess there was a lot of issues with ac4 on on pc and it took them months and months to get patches out to get it to run correctly uh so i think i for, for far cry 4 i think i'm gonna end up holding off on that right away i was gonna get that for pc but she had
2: it for ps4 dan
0: i i see i just like how shooters play on a computer now i've gotten used to it um but we'll we'll we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it um I haven't quite decided on that yet but uh, yeah so I played that. Dragon Age I also played more of. I forgot how bad some parts in Dragon Age are Uh, Corey, you remember the part in the Fade? Mm, Yes. In the Mage's Tower where you get sucked into the Fade by the Sloth Demon because he puts you all to sleep Uh huh. Do you remember hating that part as much as I hate it?
1: I don't remember it too specifically. Is that the same one where you go to rescue the little boy in the Fade?
0: No, that's a different one uh, oh. that's a different part of the fade that's that's only a brief section this part takes okay. hours to get through and for the most part you're playing by yourself and it doesn't really give you any guidance you ca- you have to unlock uh, alternate forms for your character in the fade uh, but it takes so long because you have to do it in the right order but it doesn't tell you what the right order is or even give you hints as to what the right order is so uh, you know you spend an hour or two hours bebopping around trying to figure it out and dying a lot and stuff
1: uh my nose is running again. Dang it! Oh, Dan. Um, I know I can't help it. A couple your, of sickies your, over here. Your <laughs> nose you're leaking there. all over the table. I
0: think I'm leaking on my shirt, but but yeah, that that part was awful. And the, the the worst part of it is, is you're by yourself. So if you're not prepared, which I wasn't, I I made a melee character, um, uh, a tank character. You know, not even one that does a lot of damage. And I only had like two health health potions or whatever uh so i use those up right away and then i had nothing and i had to just take it really really slow and i died a lot and i would have to save like every two minutes so i didn't lose a lot of progress just terrible i don't know what the, what they were thinking with that but it does get better towards the end because after you unlock all the all your different forms you you know you do a lot better but i did not uh not enjoy that part and one do of you the...
1: recommend going back and playing it though well, yeah. Age as a whole
0: oh yeah definitely uh for the most part it's a really good game a lot of the you know a lot of it's awesome um I don't think I like it on PC as much as as the console version I think it played better for me with the controller um but that's you know something I'm gonna have to suffer through I've kind of gotten used to it at this point but
3: that's the game I still have to play yeah
0: it's good it's good uh there's a, a part coming up that I remember specifically really hating the where you're exploring the dwarven tags they're called which are like Dwarven, uh, not ruins, but places where they explore. Um, And I remember hating that part, but that's coming up pretty soon. So I hope I don't hate it as much as I did before. Fingers crossed for that. But, you know, like I said, for the most part, it's a really good game. And I got to get through Dragon Age 1 and 2 before Dragon Age Inquisition comes out. So there is that. Uh, I also played Wind Waker HD, which I beat. Yeah. Good job, Dan. Thank you. I think it took me like 43 hours to beat it. Uh, Some of those hours it was paused um, because that's one of the games I would play during the day. Uh, When I had a minute, you know, when my kids were, whatever, occupied and I could sneak some video game time. That was my my game for a while. Uh, It was mostly awesome. There's a couple parts in it that I didn't like. Uh, one part before the very end, I I had to look up uh, how to beat it. Actually,
3: that's complained about a lot. Actually, oh, is it? Yeah, uh, it's like the preceding part to the towards the end. They said
0: right before the final boss. Yeah,
3: the in a review they said like this is a really good game unless you hated the really the very last part right before the boss because they yeah. didn't fix it at all. Yeah,
0: what happened? What happens is you get dropped into this big room and you have to fight uh, a phantom Ganon. Um, I didn't realize that you didn't need actually need to fight him at the time, but I thought you did. So yeah. so you would go into this room, and, and there would be, you know, like points on the compass, there would be doors north, west, south, and east, Uh, and, and you would have to fight and, and kill this Phantom Ganon, and then you'd go into a room. Uh, You know, it, you didn't know what was going on. So, you know, some of the doors would take you right back to the beginning, so you'd have to start yeah. all over, and some of them would take you in another room that looked identical where you would fight... Phantom Ganon again. Sometimes you go into a room that, that had a treasure in it or, or whatever. Uh, and I actually had thought it was all random. So I spent maybe two hours just going back and forth oh in between these places. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I don't want to do this anymore. So I looked it up and sure enough there was... There was an actual map of of the rooms that you needed to go in, and there is absolutely no way I would have done that without wow. looking it up. There's no way I, I would have given up after eight or ten hours. There's a
2: certain order you're supposed to go through. Yeah,
0: there is, and it's it's not uh, it's not something I don't you would do randomly. And part of the problem was it was hard to keep track of where you were because mm-hmm. as you were fighting Ganon, you know, you would lose track of where the doors were when you entered. You oh, would get yeah. turned around and stuff, and it was just very hard to pay attention to. Um, so, uh, but other than that, it was a really good game. The boss fight, last boss fight wasn't that hard, but I think, uh, Dark Souls helped me with that sort of combat. That's true. Um, I, I, it was, they were, all the bosses were a lot easier in that game after playing Dark Souls, uh, because it's, it's, it's similar, similar, mm-hmm. similar type of system. So yeah, Wind Waker HD was good. Uh, I also played Shovel Knight, which I bought, uh. I wasn't, wasn't entirely sure about getting it. I had heard a lot about it before it came out. But at E3 at Nintendo's uh, Nintendo's Treehouse, I, I watched some gameplay of it. I was like, I'm probably going to get that game. So uh, it's developed by Yacht Club Games. It's an action platforming RPG done in the NES style. He plays a knight with a shovel for a weapon who is trying to rescue his beloved, the Shield Knight. Uh, it's out for Wii U, 3DS, and Steam. Uh, as I said earlier, I purchased the 3DF, 3DS version. Uh, mechanically, it's pretty simple. There's just movement, jump, and attack. Uh, and if you jump and press down on the on the D-pad, you do like a a shovel. You use the shovel like a spear, and you know, bounce or whatever. You attack with the shovel. You know, a downward attack with the shovel. I guess you could say.
3: Oh, okay. That's what I call it, shovel knight. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because he, he has a shovel as his weapon. Yeah. Uh, I played about an hour and a half. I really like it so far. The music is really good. Uh, the the developers described it as like the best NES game you would ever play, like back in the day, and I I agree with it. Um, it does really actually feel like an NES game in the in both the music and the graphic style. Uh, it's 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 really well done. Uh, I I enjoy it a lot so far. It's uh, got equipment and stuff. You you collect jewels and stuff to to buy more equipment, and your your quest is to beat these like these other knights that are. You know the bad guys, and then the enchantress who has your 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 love. Looks uh, like Rogue captured. Legacy a little bit. Yeah, it is a little. Us. It is a little bit like Rogue Legacy. Yeah, uh, the three D looks cool on it. It's nothing nothing uh, spectacular, but it's a it's a good game. Did you get that digitally? <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think it only comes out digitally. Unless you were a back, it was a Kickstarter game. I think if you were a backer, you could get a physical copy, maybe. Oh. But it's it, you'd it, recommend it, Dan? Oh yeah, it, it's it's really well done. And like I said, only 15 bucks. It's on 3DS, Wii U, and and Steam. So, uh, and that's all I played. I think.
2: Nice. Yeah,
0: we want to take a quick break and do feedback. Yeah. Sure. All right. We'll take a quick break and be right back right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 153 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our feedback segment. Uh, we got a voicemail, which I will play first. I'm, I'm playing this from my mobile or my, my tablet, my mobile, I guess you could call it, uh, my tablet, and it's it's playing into the microphone, so um, we'll see how this goes. We, we tested it and it sounded okay, so here it is.
6: Hey, guys. This is Tito from L.A. Um, during the Steam Summer Sales, I got two games so far. Torchlight 2 and a Brothers, A Tale of two, son, two Sons. And, uh, I played like an hour of Torchlight 2 and I like it. It's a fun game. I wanted to see what you guys thought of it. I see that some of you own the game and, um, it came out of like a year or a couple of years ago. Uh, but I want to see what you guys thought of it because it seems like a pretty, uh, pretty fun game. Other than that, I haven't played too much besides, uh, Wild Star. Um, I finally found out that there's matchmaking in the game so for some of the group quests where you need more than one person um, you know I was kind of bummed out because I didn't have any of my friends playing with me but then I, I found out about matchmaking and I finally did uh, one of the adventures that I unlocked and um, yesterday I finally beat that adventure because it's really really hard you know I kept dying and I, I tried it three different times with different groups and you know, we kept getting to this point where we couldn't beat it, the boss, the final boss was just way too hard. But uh, I found a group that knew what they were doing, and we, we got it done relatively easy because we knew what to do and everything. But the way adventures work is you vote on the, the mission that you want to take on, and it's like these mini story-driven missions. So, like, for example, when we start out, you can vote on whether you want to stop a scientist who's doing experiments on people, on farmers, or if you want to save the daughter whose daughter was kidnapped you can save her you know so it kind of goes from there and then you overturn this dictator or something something weird but uh it was really hard and we finally got it done and depending on how well you do you're ranked you're given like a medal for that adventure i got like a bronze i was third in staying alive and the better you do the better your loot is apparently i think that's how it works but it was really cool i had a lot of fun so I'm excited to, to try some out, some of the other stuff out. Uh, I'm not hardcore enough to do a raid just yet, but the adventures are like the easier group stuff, but it's still really difficult. Um, but I saw that uh, you guys might try the game out, so I definitely recommend it. I told Cory what server I was on. It's a fun game. I would recommend uh, beginning in the Everstar Grove area because that place is beautiful. Um, it's really nice to look at. I've been taking screenshots while I've been playing, and I thought uh, I had the idea of maybe uploading, like, five of them to you guys, and you can post them on your Facebook page because, uh, you know, some of the zones and areas that you're playing in are just really, really cool, and you can kind of get a good sense of the artwork and everything. It would be, like, a nice promotion for for this game, but not just this game. Any, you know, as a future suggestion, anyone playing a game that they like and want to promote it, they can send you you know one or two screenshots of it you can post them on your facebook page you know in your pictures section just to look at um to go along with the review cards that you guys do i, I think that would be kind of nice because uh, uh some of the areas are just really cool and i just can't help but stop and just watch the the scenery and uh, it's really nice especially for this game but um that's all i have and i'll see you guys around and have a happy 4th of july
0: all right thanks for that tito uh yeah uh torchlight torchlight's good stuff um it's a fantastic game wouldn't know (laughs) (laughs) we we all bought it together right and and
3: played without air
0: well yeah but how didn't didn't did you play with us at all or no no, not once you you just played it a little bit by yourself for for not even oh no you didn't even try
3: it He won't
0: (laughs) i swore it off (laughs) Yeah, you won't. You won't at this point. So
2: what? I was left out, just like I'm gonna be left out for Wildstar. Wait, why were
3: you? Why were you left out for Torchlight? I don't remember. I think we uh, just didn't tell him. Yeah, you guys just.
2: <laughs> I was just not invited to play. Yeah,
3: I was that guy.
0: You're the wet, the wet, wet blanket.
3: Yeah, we went on to beat it and all that fun stuff. Yeah, I have you were the, it. You were the guy, Eric. That somebody says, "Hey, should we
1: invite the guy?" And then everybody pretends they didn't hear it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck you guys.
0: But yeah, D- Torchlight <laughs> Two was it was kind of the anti Diablo Three. Um, th- they you know n- not rectified, but but went a different route than than Diablo Three, and, and not having any online uh, requirement, you you can play online, um, and also having all the all you know the mod capabilities and stuff. Um, which I I think adds a lot to it. I was actually looking at the mods for Torchlight 2 not that long ago. There's a lot of like really cool character classes and and new new worlds that people built. So um, that's that's another another benefit of Torchlight 2. Uh, it's also a lot easier on system requirements. You know, if you I know Tito has a good computer, but if you if you don't have a very good computer, it it should run great on on yeah like Eric's. Well, um, or on my laptop, Who it knows? would it would actually run on my <laughs> laptop without it exploding. Uh, so. Yeah, Torchlight 2 is good stuff. Uh Wildstar. I'm excited to play Wildstar. I really oh, yeah. enjoyed the beta. Uh I bought it. I haven't set up my account yet cuz I just bought it kind of bought it right before we started recording, so um I'll I'll set it up. It's already downloaded and stuff. I had the I had the the beta. It kind of updated itself into the full version um when it when it launched, so it's funny dan
1: i didn't even realize i had the beta installed and i went to install the game and it was already there. already
0: there yeah that's that's a nice thing you guys are lucky yeah um so yeah we'll, we'll we'll be playing playing a little bit of that i'm looking looking forward to it um yeah thanks for that tito uh we got a email from
1: oh dan we should say the screenshot idea is a great one it
0: is absolutely a great idea definitely um I, i'll put those up may, maybe tomorrow if i get if i get the opportunity
1: yeah uh, i like that a lot
0: yeah if you if you are, are playing a game and want to send us uh some screenshots for it we'll definitely definitely put them up um so uh this is from jake this is an email from jake uh he just sent it in not that long ago he says hey guys i just want to give a little review on Murdered Soul Suspect, you play as a cop who gets killed by a serial killer and now you have to solve your murder before you can go to the, the heaven with your wife who died years earlier. You meet a living girl who is a medium and her mother is a medium that is helping the cops trying to find the killer, but mother went missing. Uh, now you and the girl go to different places to find her mother and the idea of the ser- serial killer. It's pretty cool. There are weapons, but there are demons that you have to hide from and you try to sneak up behind and you, ha- you have to rip them apart. It's almost more of a puzzle game and crime solving, and it's actually really fun. If you have more questions, I will be in the chat to answer. So,
3: it's really cool. For that, Jake. Cool concept for a game. I just yeah. I, I bought it. I just haven't played it yet.
0: Did, what did you get it for?
3: PS4. You bought it for PS4. Yeah. Okay. He,
2: he also said in the chat that uh, he forgot to add that there are other ghosts in the world and they are either haunting the living or they need help so that they can move on to the other side and that's pretty cool
0: okay as like a side quest yeah okay nice alright moving on twitter feedback from chase is it bad that I'm actually kind of psyched about cooking mama 5
2: no it's not after I played Tomodachi life no
0: yeah Nintendo has a way of making those weird weird things work you know Corey's the only one that... Did you play Cooking Mama at all, Will?
3: Yeah, I did. I played on the Wii. The first one? Because of Corey. Yeah. Okay,
0: Corey had Cooking Mama. I know he's he's sworn off the Cooking Mama series, but...
3: Was it awful, Corey? was that an it... alright game. I think there was other factors.
1: Right, It was fun for <clears throat> an hour or so.
5: Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Tito on Facebook says, Picked up Torchlight 2 seems like a good game. So, uh, I know Jake, uh, in, off of Facebook says, Hey guys, I wanted to give a little, Oh, Oh, Eric put that in the thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I did. I wasn't sure if you were reading it from that or what. (laughs) Well done. No, I actually, uh, moving on. I just remembered I asked for your E3 predictions, but I didn't give mine. So here we go. Xbox will show... Far Cry 4 and Call of Duty while PlayStation will show Assassin's Creed Unity and Battlefield. Each will have two exclusives that we have not yet heard of. We will hear more about Project Morpheus and we will hear about Connect Uh, or hear more about Project Morpheus than we will about Connect. I think PlayStation will have a slightly better show than Xbox, but it'll be close and Ubisoft will have the better third party show. I always read about gaming sites, bitching about people that spoil shows and games on Facebook and Twitter. But when it comes to E3, that is all they do spoil shit for us gamers. I have been PC game shopping, and I think I'm addicted now. I just downloaded Neverwinter Nights MMO, and it's free and actually fun. Of course, it's nothing new, but fun. I also downloaded Sniper Elite V2. It was on Steam's 24-hour sale, and it was free. I just signed up for GOG gaming thing, and I just bought Rogue Legacy for $5. Can't wait to play it. I bought Watch Dogs, and I like it, but the driving isn't good, and the cops are overpowered because you are in a sports car, and they can keep up with you. If you do manage to get away, you have to deal with the detection thing. Uh, And if you get caught, they send helicopters, and it's just a bigger pain in the ass than they should have made it. Right now, Gameplay is having some really good sales on PC games, and I'm trying my hardest not to buy a shit ton of games. Well, that's it for me later. Somehow
2: that old feedback snuck its way in.
0: Oh.
3: (laughs) I thought it sounded familiar.
2: Well, it does sound familiar,
3: but you know what? We'll read it again. We like it. You know how I knew?
2: Yeah, because there was E3 predictions. (laughs) Right (laughs) off off the get-go. Is that what tipped you off, Corey?
3: Yeah,
0: I didn't pick up on it.
2: I did, but I was just letting you go.
0: thanks. (laughs) No, it's fine. That's
2: what you get for not inviting me to
3: torchlight. Yeah, Yeah. that's payback. How did it make it? Never mind. How did it make it through? No, no. How did it make it into the? the, Are you reading an old email?
0: Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. I never know what I'm doing. It might be
3: my fault. I don't know.
0: Was that was that an old email? Well, no, because the cooking mama thing was on there.
3: It had to have been Eric. Maybe I put the wrong one in. So Eric's the big idiot. The feedback
0: was it? Was it the was there was a new Facebook message from Jake though, right?
2: Yeah, I must have highlighted the wrong one. And you know what? I'm going to chalk that up to Facebook's shitty messaging system. Yeah. So uh, that
3: it is. I don't
1: don't know. know. I think their messaging system is pretty spot on for the most part. It's (laughs) not.
2: It's absolutely not, Corey.
0: I don't like it either. I always get confused. No, it's a piece of shit.
2: No, Corey, you're right. No, he's not. I'll just pull it up and read it, Dan. Okay. I, yeah, I'm with Eric
0: in this in this argument, by the way. I am always confused by Facebook.
1: God. Oh, did you guys see the Facebook news today, by Who the way? Who cares?
0: No. What, what was it?
1: Uh, Facebook, they've discovered... Now, this is on Slate, so I don't know. Um, this is where I'm reading it. They've discovered that Facebook <laughs> has been intentionally manipulating the... The the types of posts you see in your feed to see how we react to them. I did see that actually. They'll they'll send you a bunch of like sad, depressed uh, news feed items from your friends and whatever you subscribe to, and see how you post in kind. Yeah, just to gather information. Yeah, that's sort of that's that's sort of messed up. I agree. I mean, I'm not surprised. Yeah,
0: I'm not surprised either.
1: No, I guess I shouldn't be. But...
0: <laughs> it's still horrid.
1: It, it's terrifying. What about people like who are depressed? And, yeah, like... anyway,
0: and don't need that extra sadness in their life. <laughs> Jesus. Well, if you're that depressed, you probably shouldn't be on Facebook because it's just filled with depressing things. Sourced. But anyway.
2: Uh, so I'll tell you what happened. Okay. The new messages are at the bottom yeah. instead oh. of the top okay. because putting them at the top... Would make way too much sense. Way too much sense. So I posted the top one, which is his (laughs) eldest one.
0: Okay, gotcha.
2: Fucking idiots over at Facebook. Yep. Anyway, this is from Idaho Jake. Hey guys, the more I have had a chance to think about it, Destiny is in a lot of ways more like Defiance than Halo or Borderlands. Both have exploration, strike missions, public events, and a PvP that is more like Call of Duty style. The public events slash random events are like Ark Falls in Defiance where they have three or four areas you have to clear waves of enemies than one main boss. These Ark Falls were awesome because there would be about 60 or more people all fighting together and I hope it will be just as fun in Destiny. It will be. The vehicles are the same as in you can summon it whenever you want and there's no cooldown. The weapons are about the same, some have special powers, you could mod your gun and the more you used it the better the gun became. Also the grenades in Defiance are also on a cooldown system and you had a special ability that is on a cooldown. But I do think the first person view in Destiny was the better way to go because in defiance in third in third person, it does kind of ruin the aiming. Also having a great graphics and better servers helps. Yes, definitely. Um, now continuing with Destiny, I watched a video and one of the game designers said that Saturn was going to be one of the worlds you could explore, so maybe it's a hint for some DLC. Hmm. Um, I do believe that there will be crafting because you can dismantle your weapons to get scrap metal, and it said it is used to upgrade your gun and you get cloth or something when you dismantled armor. Just FYI, it's called a spider tank, because in your death screen it tells you what killed you. So I guess Uh, it is called a spider tank, oddly enough. Um... I made all three characters, and the Titan is pretty cool. Yes, he can take damage, and his special ability is he jumps in the air and comes down with a Hulk smash move. On the last day of the beta, they were having a public event frenzy. Every 30 minutes, um, they had one, and it was great, and that is also how I got the speeder that could shoot. So we were wondering how he got the speeder that could shoot. I guess mm-hmm. it was in the event frenzy. So um, I also liked how there was not a lot of tutorial, and for Tito, yes, I think it is a console seller, and get it for PS4 because of the DLC and exclusive content, which I heard is only good for a year. Yeah. And then it's going to other platforms. Yeah. Um, it's a good while, though. Yeah, but... Uh, so it's coming to PS4 with exclusive content and DLC. Um, and also, I think we'll probably all be getting it for PS4. Yeah. If that helps. Except um, <laughs> And thank you...
5: <laughs> How's it feel, asshole? <laughs>
2: Wait,
1: don't th- doesn't don't they come out the same day as NHL? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the ninth. Oh, I'll
0: have
3: a PS4 then.
0: Oh,
1: perfect.
3: Oh, now you're getting a PS4.
2: Let me get through this. Um, <laughs> he says, "Thank you, Steam. My PC library got bigger, but my available credit on my credit card got smaller. <laughs> I bought Far Cry one through three and Blood Dragon for fifteen dollars. That's it. Later.
0: Nice." Yeah, the first couple of years of Steam sales, your library grows quickly. I'm a little more selective now because I already have over two 250 games. Yeah. Uh, but still, I ended up buying, like, six or seven. So, well, a couple of pieces of DLC in, yeah. like, five games, I think. Uh, that's that's what happens.
1: But, yeah. Blood Dragon's a good get. Blood yeah, Dragon, yeah. Definitely. I think Jake will like that one. Yeah, I think so, too.
0: Destiny
2: compared to Defiance rather than Halo or Borderlands. Um... I think they're similar in a lot of the ways that you discussed, but the f- the overall feel of the game is a lot more like Halo yeah. or Borderlands. I think it's, it's an online MMO shooter, but it plays and feels a lot more like a Halo or a Borderlands, I would say. Yeah. And like you, like he even pointed out, the way better graphics yeah. definitely adds to it, because oh, yeah. Defiance looked like shit, in my opinion.
0: Right. But uh, I played it on PC, which it looked better on. Yeah, I'm but sure. it, it didn't look it. You know, it didn't look fantastic by any means.
2: Yeah, I mean, Defiance seemed like it was fairly successful as far as that kind of game goes. So yeah. I'm I'm sure that uh, Bungie took a look at what they had going on just to see if any of that would work for them. The
0: beta starts July 18th. Was that the date? I don't know. It's, it's soon, whatever, in, whatever it is. It's mid July, I think.
2: Yeah. So that's cool. And I agree with him about the first person view better than the third person. It did definitely affect my aiming and defiance and that was yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Um crafting. I would imagine that's going to be in there cuz like he said, I remember you could take your weapons apart and you didn't really have anything to do with what you got out of it. I'm interested to see what they're going to do with crafting. I hope it's something Maybe they did neat. just didn't
0: have it in the alpha. Yeah. You know.
2: Maybe it'll be in the beta. Hopefully. I,
0: I, my main thing is I hope you can transfer your character over.
2: From beta to the... Yeah, because
0: otherwise I'm not going to want to put a ton of time into it. I know.
2: But it's going to be hard for me to resist. <laughs> right. So. I hear you. Well, since since Corey said he's going to get a PS4 for NHL, Corey, you looking at uh, Destiny maybe?
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. If I, if I have a PS4, uh, I will get Destiny. What's well, nice. this if shit? Well, you never know. You still haven't made up your mind, huh? He Not may. necessarily. I'm definitely leaning PS4, we, but that could change.
0: We
2: talked to Corey's buddy Matt when I was down in Brooklyn because he came over and we played an NHL tournament, and uh, Matt was kind of thinking of going PS4, also, but he was concerned about the change to the PS4 controller. Uh, I told him the PS4 controller is better. Better, being yeah. somebody that owns both systems, I never
0: liked the DualShock two or three, mm-hmm. but the the DualShock four is amazing.
2: Yeah, right. I told him it's it's my favorite controller that I've ever used. Yeah. Um. So I'm ho- hopefully he gets NHL on PS4 and then talks Corey into it. and yeah. And then we get some Destiny going.
0: Yep. I'm looking forward to some Destiny.
2: But anywho, is there a little more feedback?
0: I don't think so. I think that
2: was was it. that it. Yeah. You know what? That is it.
0: Yeah. You're right. Okay. Do we have any uh, roundtables?
1: I forgot <laughs> to mention a game that I played a lot of. Uh What? The Room 2. Oh. Is that a mobile game? It's. Uh, you were the one who said you were interested in it, Eric. Yeah, I, no I, I am.
0: I, I liked The Room. I played the first one. It was good.
1: E, yeah, uh, on the Android tablet I'm playing on. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, but I'll talk about it next week. I just wanted to mention that I have been playing it. So
3: Nice.
2: Oh, you know what? Cool. I played something else, too. I played Limbo on the, my Vita on the bus. I've decided I really don't like that game.
0: Don't like Limbo? No
2: all it is is repetition until you figure out what not to do right and i couldn't stand it uh-huh. i'll probably never play it again
0: what's the game that's coming out for vita for ps plus next month
2: maramusa something or other i feel like there's a good there's one another one that i want to get
0: yeah it was, it was a good one i'll look real quick okay i actually have ps plus right now so
3: what are the free games for ps4 in july
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Tower Fall. Yep. Which I already have. Dang
3: it. I actually never ended up buying it. There you go.
0: <laughs> and then, I don't remember what the other one was.
3: Oh, yeah, they're doing two now.
0: Um, I keep hoping Killzone is is one of those, because uh, the, the, they just came out with some DLC for it, and I want to, want to try it, but I
3: traded it in. I don't want to buy it again. <laughs> don't blame you. So.
1: You know what DLC is good for? What? For... Three years later, when it's a Steam sale and it's an Ultimate Pack, yeah, I can rebuy really everything. You, yep,
0: you get everything all at once. I agree.
1: <clears> that's <throat> all I care about DLC. Yeah.
2: Was it Guaca Dan? It no, might have been. No, that's coming to for Xbox. God,
1: Strider. Stupid games. Yeah, Strider. Strider, Strider was the a one. PS4 one. That's the one. Thanks to Jake for yeah that, pulling that, that one out of his yeah. Bum.
0: That's the one I was. <laughs> that's the one I was thinking about, dude. So.
2: Game, GameStop website, or GameSpot's website is killing me with all the video.
0: Yeah. Can I just read something? Adblock. It's brutal. I've had that problem with a lot of the gaming sites that I visit re- frequently is whenever you click on an article there's a video that pops up and it's just it's some annoying movie trailer yeah. or whatever. Oh no, no, not even just that. I, I'm
2: just getting pissed off by everything all the content on their website is video now. Uh, and I don't want to watch a video.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, so Towerfall, Ascension, and Strider on PS4. Dead Space 3 and Vessel on PS3. Doki Doki Universe was the other one. That's the one Vita. I'm thinking of. I'm going to get that one. Yeah,
0: because that seemed really awesome. I almost bought that. I, I probably bought it, too. I probably will buy it. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the one I was thinking Mar- of.
2: Mar- Muramasa Rebirth is supposed to be decent on Vita, too. That's okay. the other one. Probably not at my alley. I cool. think you guys would probably like it more than I did.
3: Yeah, Or would. All right. Anything else?
1: Wildstar, baby.
0: Yeah. Let's go. I got to plug in my, my Razer Nostromo again and, and map all Ooh. the controls for it.
1: I'm still using my Dell mouse from 1980.
0: I don't know how you could do that. After getting a gaming mouse, I don't know how you use a, a normal mouse.
1: I guess it's, I it's, wouldn't know what I'm missing.
0: Yeah. You don't there and well, your mouse is pretty nice, and it was only like twenty bucks, right? Yeah,
3: I don't know what it is offhand. I'd have to look it up, but it's a, it's a
0: Chinese Chinese brand.
3: Oh,
5: well,
0: it works well for you,
3: right? Oh yeah, okay. it's buffalo wing. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than the mouse that I had. That was like three <laughs> centimeters. Yeah,
0: it looked like uh, it looked like a little plastic figure of a computer mouse, like a toy, like a toy, yeah. <laughs> For, for little kids like for moths. Max. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> so, playing Titanfall with it. Yeah. Trying to own noobs. I don't know how you did Pony that. And noobs. And noobs.
0: All right. Well, I guess we'll call it an episode, right fellas? Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, next week, whiskey. Next week's episode will be on Valiant Hearts. Uh we're looking at probably next weekend, Sunday for next week's episode. Um so yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about Valiant Hearts. I've already played it and I I love what I've played so far. It's only been probably two hours i'm getting so it really? tomorrow do you know how long it is seven hours it's not <sighs> very long it's hoping
2: to do one sitting i don't think i'll be able to pull it off yeah and tuesday is reserved for world cup uh-huh oh, by the snap. way yeah predicting a u.s victory over belgium okay and that's not just with my heart i really think we're gonna win nice yeah okay
1: sounds good God, you shouldn't have said that eric no nah, it's good man no Knock when you say wood. things the opposite happens
2: well, all I have to do is root for Belgium and then we'll win. <laughs> all right. Okay.
1: Good point.
0: All right. That'll do it for episode 153 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan.
1: Eric. Will. Corey. Jared.
0: Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.